This week, we see what happens when The Thing enters Silent Hill and exits Prince of Darkness in the 2016 cosmic body horror, The Void. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Bloody Bits Horror Show. I am your host, Eddie. The Axe Jefferson, and joining me, as always, is the man no cult could silence. It's Tim Yobo. Hey, what's going on? Can't Not much, buddy. This movie. Same here. But wait, there's more. Because, as always, we are joined more? by that scissor in the eye. It's Candace. <laughs> if only you could see me now. I look like I got skinned. I got a sunburn ah. yesterday so bad. That today I'm actually experiencing flu-like symptoms. Ooh, <laughs> like shit, I'm dizzy and good. nauseous. And if you I'm low energy, if I'm low energy, it's there's a reason. I did. I got the chills. Yeah. The air conditioning is on me right now, and it hurts, but it feels good at the same time. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's like the face the fucking... of Mars. I can sympathize. Ah. I'm Irish, so when I go out and I get a sunburn, it goes from red lobster right back to white boy in like two days. <laughs> I don't get any of the tan parts. That's what I've kills actually... me is... The rest of my family is paler than me. Like, I have the darkest skin, and I got burned the worst. I think it's the office jobs. I've actually been working up a tan, but very, very little, and only in very specifically, like, my neck, Your my, balls. my arms, and that's in my balls, yeah. Well, yeah, he, got, he bought that ball tanning machine, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're sitting there watching TV, and there's this, like, blue light emanating from your pants. <laughs> what's that Uh, i'm just up updating up in my uh testosterone it's a guy on on uh commercial on youtube told me about it yeah guess what though you have all that extra testosterone enough to get up the courage to finally talk to a chick and maybe get it back to your apartment after you've hidden all your comic books and anime dvds and she's going to see a ball tanning machine and that's going to be the end of the deal (laughs) no she's going to be impressed that's true. That's a pretty alpha move, Tim. You literally have. Oh, it's my PlayStation balls. Five. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good point, man. So what's what? What's a bigger like? Just shut it down for you. If a guy's got like anime girl body pillow, a ball tanning device, <laughs> uh, or what's the, what's the third one? Um, or the porn just sitting out. Just like around, the, the didn't even bother porn, to put porn's it up. Just out, yeah. <laughs> that guy rules. <laughs> I know oh, somebody man. who does that. They keep their porn DVDs with like the rest of their DVDs. They don't oh, even try to hide just, it. Oh, go pick a movie. Yeah. <clears throat> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What do you want to watch? I just stay away from that section. Then no, there's no, a little just, dicey. He he'll just leave it out there. He doesn't care. I'm like, I mean, I respect that, but goddamn, <laughs> that rules. That's a cool guy. That's like our buddy Chuck on Twitter. He's all just like, hey, check out this chick's asshole. And you're like, I mean, it's a nice asshole. He knows all their birthdays. He birthday tweets them. (laughs) Oh, yeah. 
That's pretty cool. I'm like, that's the extra dedication, man. After you finish, you click on the little info button to mm. see when the birthday is, and then you make a little notation in your iPhone. <laughs> like me doing notes for a podcast. He's like, hey, you know what? I wonder what sign she is. She uh, <laughs> she takes it Are like a compatible? Gemini, but she sucks cock like a cancer. So I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. All right. So here we are. It's uh, we're moving on to summer. It's getting a little bit warmer. Tim, you were just complaining about the heat. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I'll tell you, but, I'm glad I got that crop dusted ball thing. Keeps my balls nice and fresh now. I. No you chafing. know what? I actually, I actually used the ball deodorant the other day. Say. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I no, bet this will do something. No galding, right? No galding. Yeah. Isn't that it? When they like rub up against each other and get the friction burns, it's the galding caused by like heat and stuff. I've never, I've never had, heard that expression yeah. before, Candace. Thank you. Maybe that's a southern thing. Maybe that's something that some guy just told you but because he had a rash from something else and he didn't want to admit it. No, yeah. I know. Oh, I got the uh, golden. Don't yeah. worry know, about it. It's safe. You can't know, catch it. I know people would get it on like on their armpits and stuff because like they'd be hot and sweaty and then their armpits would rub. From, yeah, like, yeah, it's their called arms like, like I think chafing. That's just, yeah, that's chafing, right? I've heard it called galding. I kid you not. No, no, you, what you heard was the guy was saying it's the gall dang balls rubbing against my leg. <laughs> also, have you guys ever heard the phrase, uh, sold it for a song or bought it for a song? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, good, because my husband had never heard that before. I was like, he got it real cheap, he got it for a song. Yeah, are you married to like a 12-year-old? <laughs> He'd yeah. never heard that, and I was like, is that like a southern thing, maybe? Got it for a song? No, no, that's not no. a southern thing at all, that's everywhere. Even a Yankee yeah. like Yobo knows it. Okay. All right, guys. Yankee thing. So, <clears throat> got to ask, what's everybody been consuming this week? Dan, this you're going to go first? Oh, sure. I've been playing uh, so far about nine hours of Back for Blood. Okay. And I know it's nine hours because I play through like one act and that takes three hours. <laughs> nice. Interesting. So, so I, I assume you like the game. I, I am enjoying it, but only when I play with other people that I know. You know, I can't play with randos or bots. It's just not the same. And yeah. you guys only play video games at 1 a.m., so I don't play with you. Well, 1 a.m., your time. And I play exactly. Elden Ring <laughs> or Subnautica, so. <laughs> oh, man. What about you, Tim? What have you been up to? Uh, I was just watching, besides watching this movie that we did today, I was just watching a bunch of the Planet of the Apes movies. Okay. The original ones. And I will say, I think that might be the best overall franchise. Really? Pound for pound. There's like, I don't think there's a really a horrible, horrible movie in the entire original series. Okay. And the remakes were all well received and liked, and they were good, right? Not the Tim Burton one. Not the. Oh, Oh, yeah. Come on. She's got you there. (laughs) She got me there. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Oh man! But I think they still stand up, and I saw the sadness. Oh, how was that one? Oh my god, what a great fucking movie that is! That's like top three. I'm going to loosely call it a zombie movie because otherwise, it's the number one sadistic, makes you want to go out and rape people and fuck people up with an axe movie I've ever seen. Want to rape people, Tim? Oh yeah, I want to do that all the time. I mean, that's just normal. That's just Friday. No, like highly, the highly recommend the sadness. I know there's a lot of buzz around it online. 
I want yeah, to do an emergency yeah. podcast about it, but Eddie's like, yeah, this or the movie that you've been asking them to do for two and a half years. So, yeah, hey, <laughs> we, uh, you know, I, I, everybody gets a everybody gets a pick. So, uh, yeah, you picked what you picked, and not not the sadness. Well, we'll do the sadness. Just they might have to come after uh, next month, which is all Jallo movies. Oh, that's a whole month of sadness for me. Yeah, same. <laughs> that's going to be a month of. <laughs> cutting myself to get through the episode uh well it'll help keep your energy up but you know what candace if you want to make sure you don't cut yourself what you should do get a manscaped razor get a manscaped razor that's right folks because this episode of the bloody bits horror show has been brought to you by manscaped uh the home of the performance package 4.0 and folks summer is coming and you should be too the sun's shining, people are taking off their shirts so you can see tits everywhere, and your balls are smooth. I know, my cleavage is that nice right. and burned now. <laughs> that sucks. Oh, I fucking hate sunburns, dude. <laughs> They're the fucking worst. Don't you just want to die when you get a sunburn? You're just like, you know what? Just fucking kill me. I'm done. <laughs> oh, it hurts to move. It hurts to not move. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, pro tip on that one, you get the uh, aloe vera that's got the lidocaine in it and pop that bitch in the fridge. Oh, mm. good move. That's there. true. Yeah. Very nice. Very nice. And so, there's uh, my dog, of course. <clears throat> that's fine. Tell your, dog that, tell your dog that uh, their friends at Manscaped are here to make sure that their beach balls are as smooth as Floridian sand. And in the summer, you'll want to kill... Some cold beers and barbecues, not kill the vibes with your pubes peeking out of your swim trunks everywhere you go like a yeah. creep. Then you get put on that list and you got to move away from the no school. No one wants that. No one wants to see your pubes. Yeah, that shit can get Unless you in trouble. Say, hey, hey, get me. let me see your pubes. Don't show them. Let me see Unless your pubes. Unless someone specifically yeah. says that. That's, that's, and you know what? If somebody just asks you apropos of nothing to see your pubes, maybe don't show them. Good idea. Unless they're paying. Well, here's the workaround. If you use Manscaped, you might not have any pubes. So, Or you can happens. do what I do and keep them in a baggie. <laughs> <laughs> you never know when you're going to need some pubes, too. <laughs> Try to get a free lunch. You get into a fight with Eddie. He just takes, he puts his hand in the bag and then just goes. It's like sand. Yeah. Hey, or just like you need an improvised mustache or something. There you go. Ah, so that's why Manscaped has the Performance Package 4.0 to keep the party in your pants looking crisp and refreshing all summer long. Tim, you were just telling me you wished your cock looked refreshing. I wish it was refreshing. It's like a cold yeah, but drink it's of not. water on a hot July day. <laughs> just, just a, <laughs> Should I put my dick in the freezer for an hour before I use it? Yes. Okay. It's a good idea. That. And then you, your wife will get her tongue stuck to it like on a Christmas story. <laughs> Wait, is that how I can do it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sneak attack. <laughs> well, Sorry, you got to stay there for an hour. <laughs> I know a way I can produce liquid, but... Yeah. <laughs> you uh, you need trying. some body temperature liquid to come out of there. I have an idea. <laughs> well, you can call 911 and we can have the, the fire department break down our door and catch us in a very uncompromising situation. <laughs> you can put on a hat and start singing Here Comes Santa Claus, folks. 
Dive headfirst into summer by joining the 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped. And get ready for hot guy summer that's not necessarily white, Tim. It can be any color. (laughs) Okay, good. I just wanted to remind you of that fact. And all you have to do is go to manscaped.com and you can get 20% off plus free shipping for whatever you order, wherever you order it, with promo code BITS20. And that's not and 20%. check out those ball wipes. Yeah, check out the ball wipes. Yeah. Um, Candace, you were mentioning you shaved your pussy with the stuff last week. How'd that turn out? Still going strong. I also shaved my legs with the razor. Okay. And my husband says they have never been so smooth. And they to last fair, a long time, too. That hair has not grown back much. I haven't to really be had fair, to it is the much. first time you've ever shaved your legs, though. <laughs> wow, so. so that means the, the f- fucking thing is really sharp. It is really sharp. It is a really sharp razor. I really love it. It's sharp as a razor, you might say, Tim. Tim, did I mention that the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer is waterproof, too? From the shower to the lake, from your chest scruff all the way down to your ball fro. That's not in the car. That and it's got a little light on it, too. So if you're in the lake and you get lost, you can use the light. Uh, exactly. It's a 4,000K. <laughs> what does that mean? The, It'll the also case? tan your balls while you're shaving yeah. them. Oh, yeah. shit. You don't have to go buy that machine from Tucker Carlson. It's got a 4,000K, and I thought K stood for thousands. Was that 4,000,000? 4,000 4, yes. K LED spotlight that you can use tactically, like Splinter Cell. Now, think of this like a spotlight. You ever see like somebody getting chased by a helicopter at night and they turn the spotlight on them? It's like that kind of a spotlight. <laughs> the yeah, suspect so you, is heading towards you know, my balls. Cubic hairs are looking up at it going, no, don't cut me, don't cut me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, 809, 809, we've got a pubic hair near the tank area. Over. I actually I think that was one of the universes in Doctor Strange Multiverses of Madness that they was went the, through. With everybody was pubic hair? hair. Yeah. <laughs> I can just see it. it's like that, honey. I shrunk the kids for for pubic lice, and you just see this spotlight come on on them. This trimmer just like, oh, see run, if you got run. Sam Raimi to direct a honey. I shrunk the kids. That what would happen? <laughs> <clears throat> so yeah, all you have to do is go to manscaped.com Twenty percent off of the cost, not twenty percent off of the order. You will get the full order, uh, and you get free shipping with just promo code Bits Twenty. And you can talk to any of the four million of the men worldwide who who trust Manscaped with their cock and balls. They would say use it. At the end of the show, Eddie's going to give his phone number. So if you have any questions. I will give you my phone number. If you have any questions about my balls or shaving my balls, you can give it a call. It's 323. Tell me about your balls. Yeah, it's 323-4-THE-AXE. That's my phone number. Just give me a call anytime. All right. So, folks, we have got The Void. Now, because we had five movies this month, uh, I I decided I would give my wife a pick. And so uh, she she said, what? You do a podcast? And I was (laughs) like, yeah, I do. (laughs) I thought you were just tanning your balls. (laughs) Yeah, I thought you were dead. Uh, So, no. So she, she came out with a couple of suggestions. And uh, I think we all, we all kind of settled on The Void from 2016. So, Candace, what's your history with The Void? This is my third time watching it. 
Third time. I'm a okay. fan of this movie. Yep. And uh, really need to question your wife about whether or not she should be taking care of your children because all the movies she picks involves babies dying. True. That is very true. <laughs> yeah. I was like, man, I'm sensing a theme here. I think Eddie might need to uh, call the funny farm or something. She got postpartum. The funny farm. It's somebody with a butterfly net. <laughs> Some, the guys in white coats are coming. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So third time. Uh, so first time you saw it, like what, when it came out? or? Yeah, it was uh, one of the, uh, I think this came out in 2016. So that was when I got to start watching movies again. Just right after 2015, that magical year. Mm-hmm. And this was on Netflix, and I had heard they were like, "It's the thing meets Hellraiser," and I was like, "Okay, color me intrigued." And I watched it, and I mm-hmm. really enjoyed it. And then I watched it again, like not soon after that, because I was like, "Oh man, now I need to see it again," because I just keep thinking about this movie. I want to watch it again. So it's one; okay. it's up there. If people are talking about like great special effects and practical yeah. effects in mm-hmm. movies. This is the one that always comes to my mind as a modern example of practical effects. And what Absolutely. you can do with a low budget if you know what you're doing. Exactly. And you're motivated. A surprisingly low budget. Uh, Tim, what about you, buddy? What's your, your history with The Void? Uh, I also saw this when it came out. And I can't, when I saw this as, that it came out in 2016, I'm like, holy shit, I can't believe it was that long ago that I first saw this. Uh, and I immediately love it. But my wife. We were watching it together, and she was into it until we got to uh, a certain part because she doesn't like those things in movies. Anal? No. Asian? She's got, she got no problem with that. But uh... <laughs> Asians? <laughs> they should not be in our movies. <laughs> uh, no, not that. Once we got into like the monster parts, that's when she's yeah. like, eh, I'm out of here. Okay, okay. Understood. But I love the movie. Yeah. Uh, and anal. So- and and Tim loves anal also. Monster so, anal. Uh, that's a song you don't want to listen to. That's a listen song to it backwards. Yeah, you know, Monster Mash, but it's Monster Anal. It was the oh, sequel. Okay, I thought there. I mean, there probably is a real song the mo- called the Monster, Monster Mash. Anal. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You, Tim's bu- or your buddy's probably got the DVD of Monster Anal up right now. We could tell you all about it. <laughs> tell me the cast. <laughs> So yeah, this is uh, another one of them that I, I'm with you guys. It, it's I think it was 2016, 2017-ish for me. It was on Netflix, and the wife is like, hey, you know, I heard about this. What, let's check it out. So watched it back then, fucking loved it back then. And I'll, I'll give you her reason for the, why she recommended it for our little She thing, hates children. Her... She wishes your children were dead. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, so she says, uh, The Void came out in a stretch of contained indie horror features. Nerd talk. Mm-hmm. The Void, Beyond the Gates, The Devil's Candy, etc. That felt like a nostalgic VHS horror revival. So I thought it fit this month's theme. We have a theme of, this month? Sort Did of. She sent you a postcard with that all written down? No, that was a, <laughs> when a she was DM. <laughs> the DM the on Twitter. <laughs> it was cut out of random newspaper articles. Nah. Um, yeah. No, no, the theme, remember, loosely is like you go into the video store and here's our, like, the the, the cashier picked this movie. It's his oh, suggestion. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, that's why mine was Hollywood Chainsaw Hookers. Yeah. Perfect. Speaking of... You guys are fucking sick, listeners. 
uh, because I go, I go, you know, I can see how many of you are listening to each episode. Boy, there was a lot of people listening to Hollywood Chainsaw Hookers. Like like multiple times? I don't know about multiple times. Well, no, it's not multiple times. I'm just saying that the numbers for that movie, very good. Very, oh, very yeah. good. Very nice. You should pick all the movies from now on. People just like horny titles. If you have a horny title, people will listen. Oh, just people typing in Hooker's uh, Hollywood area. Yeah, Chainsaws. And got, led to our podcast, right? <laughs> Chainsaw Hooker How To, you know, like <laughs> that kind of shit. Uh, so let's get to the I, background of the movie. So, yeah, th- this is, I was going to say, this is one of those uh, contained horror films where it's like it's a low budget, so they only have like very few actors. They only have like one or two sets sort of thing. One of my favorite so examples of that what, is. Yeah, I think that's what harkens back to the 80s because that's when almost all those fucking 80s movies were right it was all a set in a small area either you had halloween in the hospital or halloween 2 in the hospital right yep yep and all those like uh little places because it's cheap yeah yeah but i was gonna say one so, of my favorite examples of that is resolution from adam moorhead and justin benson Resolution. I don't think I've seen that one. What is oh, that? Oh, man. I love that. Go into it blind. You really need to okay. go into it blind. Yeah. It's nice. about a guy who is trying to get his friend to start right, doing now, crack. Don't tell us anything. Yeah, no, we're not blind. We want to go into a death also. <laughs> but yeah. I, I, it makes me think I remember your wife saying that so many, everybody wants horror movies to be small like that and she wants to write big ones. <laughs> yeah. And so she like bitches whenever, uh, <laughs> whenever she sees a contained small horror movie. She's like, God damn it. Well, she I think she appreciates both. It's just that her manager gets a cut of whatever gets sold. So he's always like, oh, yeah, write it as big as possible. You know? Well, yeah, because he wants to sell a $5 million script instead of a $500,000 right. script, right? Exactly. Exactly. So this one, written and directed by Jeremy Gillespie and Stephen Kostansky. Now, these guys primarily were effects guys and kind of still are. No right? kidding. <laughs> yeah, you think? Uh, before this, they worked on, uh, you know, the, the uh, RoboCop movie, the new 2014 one. Oh, yeah. yeah worked that on very, that. Very forgettable. Yeah. Worked on the 2012 uh, Total Recall also very forgettable. Yeah, so not so great. I mean, that's not their fault, right? The movie sucks. I'm sure the uh, effects were good, but... Right, so these were graphics and and, uh, art directors. So then uh, they moved up to Hannibal, the TV series. Fuck this shit. We do all this hard work and the movie sucks. Let's just make the movie ourselves. Uh, Hannibal TV series has some great special effects and sequences in it. Beautiful. Beautiful show. Yeah. So then you'll notice that they, they did all of this stuff. Then they worked on the 2016 Suicide Squad. <sighs> yeah. I see why they just said, fuck it. We're going to make our own movie. And make our own movie. Tim, <laughs> it was literally we right can't after get Suicide Squad. worse than what we're already doing, right? It was literally right after Suicide Squad that they did The Void. They they decided like you know what we have all these special effects things we want to do because I watched the behind the scenes and saw some interviews and stuff. They have all these special effects ideas they wanted to do, and they just kind of like maybe found some of the stuff they needed on other sets to shoot it mm-hmm. and put together a put together a one and a half minute trailer 
Oh, I like, hope okay. one of the dummy heads that got shot was a fucking dummy head of Jared Leto. <laughs> oh, dude. I wish. So they put that together, and then they showed it around. And this producer is like, hey, that's really good. We should make a movie with this. And they're like, oh, okay. Shit. I guess we got to write a script now. I guess we got to write a movie. <laughs> so they nice. ended up See, like. Again, that, that's another callback to the 80s, right? You got a movie poster. And you, yeah, you, make the movie. you sell it, and then, oh, shit, now we got to make the fucking movie. And, I mean, quite honestly, if you watch the little trailer that they cut, it looks fucking great. Like, it, it, they're phenomenal at this. And, and I mean, they go on immediately after this to work on The Shape of Water. Oh. Mm-hmm. If you like fish fucking, great movie. Oh, kind of, for visual effects, kind of a big one. Uh, it, it Chapter 2. Uh, I love else? the new yeah. It movies. The first one doing... was good. The second one. Uh... And uh, three. Uh, no, eight. Damn. Okay. Uh, I guess assistant art director for the entire third season of The Boys. Hell yeah. yeah. Okay. Look Just forward to seeing huge. their work. <laughs> now, moving on to their writing. Oh, and, and that means they're going to do the they're going to do the superhero orgy island. <laughs> oh, that's going to be good. You know what? Yeah, these are the guys you want on that. Moving on to the the not just the uh, the, the effects, but the writing and directing. Tim, mm-hmm. Psycho Goreman. Hey, another great fucking movie. Low budget, right? Yep, yep. Low budget. Sometimes you know what? Maybe it's a good thing. I think I've said this before. Maybe it's a good thing for like, these people to always have like a low budget instead of giving these guys like. What happens if you give these guys fifty million dollars to make this movie? Is it better? I, uh, I don't know so. what was what was the budget on Leprechaun Returns because they also worked on that. <laughs> uh, I mean, look, work is work. Right? That's true, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, just talk about a fucking power couple in horror. You know what I mean? Like, goddamn. That's what I say. So about much good Adam shit. Adam Moorhead and Justin Benson. They're a power couple yep. in horror. Yeah. So, other than them, name. other than them, they. Uh, <clears throat> They got some mild star power, let's say. Uh, a couple of heavy hitters, but no no big name, big names, really, to act in this. Uh, you've got Aaron Poole, not Paul, Poole, as uh, Daniel Carter. He was in, I um, looked him up because I was like, man, this guy looks really familiar. He was in another cosmic horror movie called The Empty Man, which if yes. you have not seen that, mm. I highly suggest yeah, I think that it. just came on HBO Go or HBO Max. It's HBO Max. Yeah, it was on there. That's where I watched it. Just like randomly because I was like, oh, it's it markets itself on there as like a teenage slasher. It's not. It's not at all. <laughs> like, like they really <laughs> fucked up the marketing on that movie because it's a cosmic horror movie that's really How good. How many movies have been fucked up because marketing doesn't know what the fuck to do with it? Because they're like, only so teenagers good. watch horror movies. Let's market this to them. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, we're definitely not teenagers, and look what we spend our free time doing. Uh, <laughs> he was also in that TV series, The Most Dangerous Game. I didn't even know when, that was a TV uh, 2020. series. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's The Most Dangerous. That was a TV series? Yes, Tim. Ten Get episodes. I mean, it's like, uh, it might be up there with, like, Dracula. It's the most w- uh, remade fucking movie of all time, but a TV series? Yeah. There was another movie remake of it recently, too. So, just, yeah. Can we can we quit with the hunting the human thing for sport? 
Like it's old. Except it's for the played hunt. out. That movie was good. The hunt that was wasn't a good really movie. for sport, I, 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 I will give it. To, it was uh, enjoyable. Yes, and no, it's a good trope for movies. It, it's a good. It's another one. You know, if you want to make an action movie, and you don't have a lot of money. Make a hunting yeah. humans thing, right? Fair. You just need the woods. You need a couple of guns and some guys running around. I mean, for three, uh, and the best part. Minutes. The best part about it is the guy you're hunting doesn't even have to be an actor. I mean, if you want a real fucking reaction, let's go <laughs> I find mean, Ice some... T did it really great. So. I li- yeah. <laughs> fewer participation. Exactly. <laughs> That's how you get an honest reaction. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so the uh, the bad guy of this movie, the man himself. Dr. Powell, played by Kenneth Walsh. Tim, you He's might recognize Kenneth. Mm-hmm. 242 credits, Yep, this man. He'd been acting since, I think, the 70s, actually, if I'm not mistaken. At, at least. I, I, I've seen this guy so many 60, times, I can't even tell you what I've seen him in. Yep, uh, 66 was his first uh, uh, big thing, Henry V uh, TV show. <clears throat> There was a Henry V you know, TV show? Yeah, th- there was a Henry V TV show. He he was um it's about him and his cousin from another country. They they become roommates in the big city. <laughs> it's kind of a fish out of water story. <laughs> Henry's really messy and the roommate's yeah. really prim and proper. <laughs> exactly. Uh no, so this guy has been in a lot. Um just to go over a few of the big I'm gonna ones. I'm going to say in X-Files. Twin Peaks. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yep. He was Wisdom Earl. Earl? Early? Wisdom Early in the original um, Twin Peaks series. He was in The Fog, Day After Tomorrow. Uh, oh, he was in the remake of The Fog because I looked him up. Yeah, not the original and Fog. And I was like, I oh, no. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't like that one, Candace. Oh, come on. <laughs> yeah. I don't love hey, all remakes. <laughs> He was in the Fantastic Four, The Rise of the Silver Surfer. I you know, know how you fuckers love your comic book movies. I actually do like that movie. I know it's a bad movie, but I like it. Because I like the Silver Surfer. I think he's cool. Yeah, but it, I, I agree with you, Ken. It's, it's a good character, and it's kind of decent visual visualization on it. Mm-hmm. But how they just fuck up that whole Fantastic Four. I don't know oh, why God. they can't do it yeah. right. And Jessica Alba was never a good actress. The only reason she and was don't make a blonde like that. she's hot. Her, yeah, ugh. And her make her fake invisible. blue contact lenses? Yeah, Ugh. that's what really did it. It was not so much because she's been blonde in other movies before. And she's a beautiful woman, no doubt about it. But Terrible actress. blonde hair and blue eyes, no. Yeah, no thanks. But the, the, the credit that tripped me up is he's in this thing called Eerie Indiana, The Other Dimension. And you were like, what? excuse me? And I'm like, pardon me. <laughs> I know Eerie Indiana. What is this? Apparently, it was a single-season run reboot of Erie, Indiana in 98. Wow. What channel? Or syndication, I bet, right? No idea. Erie, Indiana was from the early 90s, wasn't it? Can you reboot something that's that's recent? I was going to say late 80s. in the same decade? Maybe early 90s, yeah. Uh, So, Erie, Indiana originally was 91 to 92. Then this was 98. That was only for for one season? Mm, yeah, like one and a half. Well, it's yeah, no it goosebumps. NBC didn't know what the fuck they were doing. True. It's it's no goosebumps. You're absolutely correct there. <laughs> uh, as far as the other big names, I mean, a lot of people did a lot of TV stuff. Uh, Ellen Wong is in it as Kim. She was Knives from the Scott Pilgrim movie. You might remember. No? Never okay. saw it. No. It's, uh, it's okay. 
Yeah, there was a lot of people that I was like, they look familiar, and then I looked them up, and they were like, in one episode of a TV show or something. That's yeah, the, the one only... of the reasons why the budget wasn't very high is because yeah. they could afford yeah. these actors. But they're all good in the movie. They, Nobody's the really other... bad in the movie. And I love that in movies. One of the things that I always drives me crazy, with a lot of Korean movies I watch with my wife and TV shows, she's like, oh, I don't know who anybody in this movie is. I'm like, so? I mean, that doesn't mean it's going to be a bad movie. And no. in certain movies, that's good. Because I think, again, I think I've said it before. Maybe I've got to stop doing podcasts. I'm running out of things to say. I'm repeating myself. But sometimes... I don't want to see an Al Pacino movie because every time I look at the screen, I go, that's Al Pacino. Yeah, you have expectations yeah. already set for that actor. And so if they act different, then you don't like it. No, it's not even that. It's just like it's hard when Robert De Niro walks into a scene in a movie just be like, oh, that's not Robert De Niro. That's a character that he's supposed to be. But everybody in this movie, I bought. Yep. So the other big name I have on here is Art Handel. He played, um, uh, what's his nose? The, uh, the, the state trooper. Yeah, the state trooper, but what the hell was his damn name? The, oh, he's God, barely he in he the movie. Like uh, he could be Mitchell. Robert Patrick's uh, grandfather. Yeah. So, Tim, he was Ted in Porky's. Wow. Uh, Holy he was also shit. in uh, 1974 Black Christmas. Wow. Yeah, we should I do saw Porky's. that. We should do Black Christmas. That is a good one, man. Oh, me and my husband. You want to get a lot of hits on the podcast? Do Porky's, man. (laughs) That's true. Me and my husband were having a debate over uh, holiday films because I was like, you know, I like holiday films. He just doesn't understand them. Well, he he does not like holiday films. So he was looking up lists and I was like, you know, what's your favorite holiday film? What's your favorite holiday film? And he said, Die Hard. And I'm like, that's a bullshit answer. And you know it is. Uh, A movie that's actually about Christmas. (laughs) And so he had to look it up. And he mentioned Black Christmas. A, it's a wonderful life. That's it. He was arguing with me that um, Gremlins was not a Christmas movie. I'm like, the fuck are Gremlins you talking about? Gremlins is a Christmas about? movie. Gremlins a is a Christmas movie. movie. There's a Christmas story about a death in it. And yeah, fucking, uh, Gremlins has a Santa hat on. It's, it's not a yeah. movie that happens to take place at Christmas time. It is central to the story that it is Christmas time. Is the whole thing yeah. is it was a Christmas present? Yeah, yeah. Hey, tell your husband to shut the fuck up. That's what I said. Hey, and then I hit Tim, him. Tim, I was just checking. You hit him? Good. <laughs> I was just checking. Uh, go all Amber Heard on him. Uh, Tim, I was just checking. This dude was in an episode of Friday the 13th, the TV series. Oh, shit. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Yeah. He's, it's about yeah, it's... Uh, an antique beehive that contains vampire bees. Whoa. Oh, shit. We need to all watch right, that stop episode. The podcast. Is that the one with the, red, uh, the hot redhead in it? Uh, the hot redhead is in it, Tim. All right, well, good. she's I'll watch one it. of the main characters. Why wouldn't I she know. be? That's in all it? I need to know about the episode. <laughs> yeah. I don't care about the story. All I need to know is the hot redhead in it. Okay. Yeah, you think Tim pays attention to the story? He doesn't know who that broad is. She's like, ah, that chick's <laughs> in it, right? Oh, okay, whatever. I'm good with it then. Uh, so yeah, I think that's about all I have for that. Now, as far as some of the the behind the scenes stuff, because like I said, I watched the behind the scenes and some interviews. You, you can skip the behind-the-scenes feature. There's not a ton of cool shit in there. Like, you you hope it's got a lot of the practical effects, you know, and how they made it. And you see a few things, you know, like they take, uh, for the tentacles, they take a uh, bubble wrap and coil it up and then string nylons over it and kind of cut it a little uh, to I make it look stuff. like all weird. It looks so good, man. But uh, the the thing that I took from that, the behind-the-scenes that I enjoyed was... They got funding for it. They had a producer and a few investors, right? So they start building everything out. 
And then the, the investors had come on the set and take a look at what they were doing and said, one of them immediately pulled their funding. They're just <laughs> like, nope, sorry. So they're like, wow. shit. So they had to shut down production immediately. They find another person. Then another one of their funding people cut one day before they started filming. Was just like, no, nah, we can't do this. And they're like, shit. Can't you do that? They, don't you have some kind of a contract? I don't know. This is a Canadian film. I don't know what it's like up oh, there. Oh, I mean, all hell bro- breaks loose out in Canada, so it's a free film. That's oh. true. Oh, man. True. I figured out what I would do if I ever won like a billion dollars or something. Okay. I would just fund movies that I want to watch. Like, I don't give a okay. shit if it has mass market value. I don't give a shit if anybody else is going to like this movie. If these... These these filmmakers can approach me and pitch their idea, and I could keep track of it. And if I don't like what they're doing, I'll just pull my funding. But if I do <laughs> like what they're doing, I'll let them spend however much money they want. <laughs> wow, nice move, Ken. Wouldn't that be a dream? <laughs> just so much yeah, porn. Breaking people's live dreams. <laughs> so yeah, one day before fucking filming, they get their funding cut. They They finally get some more investment going on. And and they at this point they had already spent about a third of their budget because most of this is creature effects and practical effects and getting locations and shit right. The actual filming of this took place in I think they they said uh, twenty days, Damn. right? Eleven hour it, yeah. days, twenty days because they just didn't have time, right? Some of their investors were like, "The finished product needs to be out this day." Yeah, and so, every t- every day a new investor is dropping out. So get this fucking movie made quick. So they ended up 21 investors. This Candace bitch keeps asking for our dailies. Yeah. (laughs) So they just ended up throwing up a GoFundMe, basically, to get the movie made. And they raised about $89,000. Wow. Uh, But they they were doing some interesting stuff. Like, there's a lot of extra work in this with all of the different cult members, you know? Yeah. So they're like, hey, guys, if you give us $2,500, you can be one of the cult members. Wow. Yeah. Give us $5,000, you can be the guy with the knife. That's what oh, Rob Zombie yeah. did. That's actually a good idea, right? Yeah, you're that's having what... people pay to be extras. That's what Rob Zombie did in 31. <laughs> he was like, hey, if you help fund this movie, I will be your friend, basically. <laughs> you can come uh, hang out with me. <laughs> could, could I get the money back? after? Because I saw that fucking movie. Yeah, no shit. God, what a I watched about 20 minutes of that movie. I think I got to the little midget Nazi running around. And I'm like, nah, forget it. Yep. Yeah. I mean, little person Nazi. I'm sorry. I don't want to be political. Well, it was a Nazi, Tim. You can call them some slurs. Oh, okay. I, I, the character, not the actor. The actor, Tim, I'm sure, is a lovely Tim's all person. excited because he's like, I found a loophole. <laughs> I got a loophole. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. Let me talk about Beetlejuice from the Stern Show for a minute. I've got a few <laughs> choice words I'd like to... <clears throat> so uh yeah $89,000 in crowdfunding they they were able to pull it off they were able to get the fucking movie done and made and it's funny because then by the end of the little documentary they're like well we got the movie made and uh you can't take that away from us now that's done so, well, okay <laughs> so what was the total budget so that's a good question because um there's not uh, the the thing I saw said that the budget was about two hundred thousand dollars. Damn. Yeah. H- higher than I thought it would be. Yeah. Because, well, no, I mean, I guess I the practical it's... effects are so expensive, which is why 
they're not used a whole heck of a lot. But then again, there's like very few like set pieces. There's like two locations in total. There's not that yeah. many people on screen at one time. Yeah, so the two locations that they used, one was an abandoned hospital and the other one was an old school that had closed down. The reason they, they had to have the two locations because the abandoned hospital was a fucking wreck. So when the switch flips in this movie, then we go to the dark uh, version of Silent Hill mm-hmm. that this takes place in. That's all filmed there. the other there. place, yeah. Right, right. But the and the practical reason was because that place just had no electricity, period. You know? So it's kind of hard to film the whole thing there. And the other location, the school, did occasionally have the electricity working. It would uh, They'd be filming, and then all of a sudden the power would just go off on the floor they were on. And, and as far as sets go, um, the two big ones that were complaining about, one was when the hallway's closing in on him at the end. Mm-hmm. That was kind of a pain in the neck for them to to build, but just because of the amount of like fake blood and tissue and shit that had to be stuck to the walls, and then how they had to rig up the fake walls to cover up the lockers, because basically they were in a big long school hallway, so they had to oh. cover the lockers up, make false walls, and then put them all on piano hinges to to close it in on the guy toward the end. Uh, and, okay. and the other one is the altar room that had the big triangle in it. But you know what? God damn it. It's going to look better doing it that way than doing some fucking CGI bullfucking shit wall coming in with all shit, a million different fucking things squirming around on it. A million percent. Yeah, because if, if uh, to be honest with you, 2016, if they did this all with CGI, today it would look dated and shitty. Yeah. And it, because oh, they yeah, didn't for that money, yeah, there's no way you yeah. can get away using CGI for two hundred thousand dollars, right? I mean, this clearly was a passion project for that little amount of money. The amount of effort people had to throw in because he was talking about Tim. They they were having like PAs going in and putting up fucking drywall and paint and shit. Like that means they believe in the project. That's it. Yeah. Yep. yep. I was a PA. And I didn't want to do anything more than I absolutely positively had to fucking do. <laughs> well, because you weren't filming something that you fucking loved, Tim. If you were on, uh, I don't like say, plastic pickles. Yeah, <laughs> let's say you were on Dawn of the Dead as a PA, Tim. You would have pitched in. Oh hell yeah! You would have chewed on a pig liver. You would have put uh, some makeup on, some blue makeup. Yeah. So yeah, that one in the the altar scene. Yeah, they had to to basically construct this big room inside of a sixty foot uh, gymnasium. For that, the scene with the uh, triangle at the back of it at the end where the portal is. So, hats off to them, man. They made it work. No kidding. It looks Mm. great. Yeah. So, I think we can uh, get into the breakdown of the movie now, unless you guys had something you wanted to bring up about the background or the behind the scenes. Nope. Okay, then. So, we have a pretty good cold open with this one. Right, you got a dead body on the ground, and uh, these two dudes are uh, chasing a man and, and a woman out of a house. And we we get some allusions to the the activity that's going on with the black pyramid painted on the door. They chase the woman down, shoot her in the back, dump gas on her, and light her on fire. And I'm like, all right, we're already, I'm already on except, board. A good start. That's right. Except how they lit her on fire because that got disproven on MythBusters. Yeah, I was going they, to bring that. They one like out. doused her in gasoline, and then they lit a cigarette and threw the cigarette on her. That's not going to light her on fire. No, 
Okay, you can it. light the fumes. But the fumes, if it goes into the gasoline, it just goes right. out. It's going to put it out, Tim. Yeah. yeah. But other than no, that, that, this that is was a kind great of bullshit. cold open. Because like oh, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I remember watching this, and then after that cold open, I kind of sat up straight under my chair and leaned forward, and I was like, "All right, mm-hmm. we got a fucking movie, people." Yep, just got my <laughs> wife watch on the movie too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a great attention getting device. I mean, you're less than ten minutes into the movie, you've got a murder, somebody getting shot, a woman being fucking burned alive. That's cool, and a weird person in a KKK hood with a black triangle on their face watching it. Oh, it's nothing much. I love more than cults. I love cults in real life, learning about them, and I love cults in movies. And I know there's been the past few years, there's been a big revival of cults in horror movies, and I'm all for it because I yeah. love cults. They never stop being creepy, ever. They're the biggest no. set of nightmare fuel because, A, even if it's just a bunch of crazy people, that's still fucking scary. They're crazy as hell. You don't know what they're going to do. And oh, if yeah. the thing they believe in is real, that's even scarier. <laughs> yeah, that makes it worse. <laughs> yeah. Did you ever see Can this uh, race the devil, race with the devil, with Peter Fonda, Warren Oates, and who else is in that movie? No, I know of it, but I've never seen it. It's a great fucking movie. I'm I'm surprised they haven't remade it because that's a great movie, and that's all with the satanic cult too. Yeah, satanic cults are out of favor though. People don't really want satanic cults anymore. Now they want like either pagan or they want cosmic cults. Which I'm not saying yeah, they're right or wrong. I love a good satanic cult. But yeah, they're not Tim, really like in the vogue anymore. Candace is a cult snob. I was going to say, Tim. <laughs> Tim, what's your favorite kind of a cult? Uh, I don't know if you have a... Aren't they all pretty much the same? No, Tim. There's a lot of different kind of cults. Like the Manson family, that was a cult. Yeah, but I mean, right. again, like Candace said, the whole thing with the cult, it always ends up with the head guy always gets to fuck all the women. And nobody. And it's still true in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> still true in yeah. this movie. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, then, okay, Tim, counterpoint, Heaven's Gate. Nobody true. was fucking there. Mm, buck the trend. That's counterpoint true. again, Om Shinrikyo. Nobody was fucking in Om Shinrikyo. Oh, that blind motherfucker? Yeah. Wow, yeah, we, the, you know the, we should do a fucking podcast about him because what an incredible fucking story that guy. Because he's a blind mother, he's blind. All right, yep. this is this is how you should know that this guy's a motherfucker. He's blind, but he's not mm-hmm. like a hundred percent blind. So when he was a teenager, I think he got sent. I'm, I might be getting a little bit mixed up. He either got sent off to a monastery or like a school for people who are blind. And he would take all the ki- all the monks or the teenagers who were really like 100% blind in the town, like get their haircuts or get like the shoes made, something like that. And then when he would get there, he would leave them for like 10 minutes. And then like, you got to pay me if you want me to take it back. <laughs> That's when you know you might not be a good person. Wasn't Om Shurikyo, wasn't he the one that uh, he would, like all of his followers were like starving themselves by his order, but he would just eat like yes. a pound of fried chicken. Yep. Like in front yep. of them a cool as a guy. test. <laughs> and he also made a manga as a recruitment tool and apparently it worked yes. like a charm. And <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And uh so because it was just a bunch of nerds in his cult. My favorite story about Om Shinrikyo, two two little points. One, they were a bunch of uh, effectively like mathematicians that ended up teaching themselves biology. So that they could like yeah, manufacture so, toxic gases. Yeah, but they yeah, didn't know right. what the fuck they were doing because just because you're good at math doesn't mean you understand biology. 
<laughs> right. And number two, they they bought a uh, uh, depleted uranium and and uh, a helicopter from the Russians, but none of them knew how to fly a helicopter. <laughs> So they tried to figure it out several times by and and the other issue was um they were very heavily figure in figure out how to fly a helicopter several times. That's something you get like one chance. <laughs> yeah, well they could they chance. could take it off kind of but not and then land it but not really get it to move well or move the way they wanted it to. Uh one of the big problems with that Tim most of the time his followers were completely out of their mind on LSD. Hmm. Yeah, be, and they're his followers, so they're out of their mind yeah. to, uh, to begin with. <laughs> Tim, can you imagine if I was like, hey, dude, we're going to go figure out how to fly a helicopter with some radioactive material. Let's drop acid. You want to go? Hell yeah. <laughs> fuck it, why not? I mean, we're sitting next to this fucking radioactive material for seven days while they're trying to get how to fucking turn fair. the helicopter on. That's we're fair. dead anyway. You already no, feel like you're fair. glowing. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, so not all cults are fuck cults, but the best cults, I think, are the fuck cults. <clears throat> and this one, like you said, Candace, turns out they're a fuck cult. So uh, now we meet Daniel. Daniel is a cop in the middle of nowhere, chatting up dispatch. Uh, when a, the dude that was running into the woods just kind of falls out of the woods onto the road. The cop's like, ah, shit, now I got to do actual cop work. I can't just give people speeding tickets and harass them. Yeah, you're so he gets out too of fast. His... Yeah. He's jaywalking, I guess. So he's like, hey, dude, uh, you, you all right? And flips him over. He's all bloody. He's like, ah, fuck. I guess I got to take him to the hospital. Now, when he asks, hey, uh, dispatch, I got to take this guy to a hospital. What should I do? And dispatch says, oh, you got to take them to old Marsh Hospital. They're the nearest one. Otherwise, you're going to have to drive another 20 minutes out of your way. And he's like, ah, fuck. Well, she says that Marsh Hospital is still open and they're still receiving patients, even though it's supposed to be closed down. Yeah, yeah it's in the process plus- of being closed down. But I like how they have a reason for no one being in the hospital. That's always one of yeah. my gripes in movies. Is I when- think it's a little bit of um, I'm sorry, I think it's a little bit of a callback to Assault on Precinct 13. Oh, yeah, where they're closing down, so that's why there's no one there. Mm -hmm. Plus, it's a good reason why there's nobody in the hospital, so. Yeah, Yeah. like, one of my biggest gripes in movies is when it's like, this is a hospital. There's always people around in a hospital. It's a 24-hour facility, and it's always busy. Oh, yeah. But somehow, there's no one here on this wing. (laughs) So, yeah. Plus, we find out he has other reasons he doesn't want to go to this specific hospital. Mm Mm-hmm. So uh, now we make it to the hospital. We get introduced to our cast of characters. You have Dr. Richard Powell, his nurse Beverly, right? And they take the, uh, I'm just going to say drug guy, uh, into a room and start treating him. So then we're introduced to Kim. How was that sound? That's uh, my upstairs neighbor flushing their toilet. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, is that what it sounds like when you use the volcano? <laughs> There we go. Okay, that's the sound. sound. There we go. Okay. So, yeah, then then we get to meet. Sounds uh, like the void. It does. Then we meet. It's a silver triangle, Tim. Mm. Look at you. Look at that. Full circle. So, yeah, then we meet Allison, the, uh, the estranged wife. Of Daniel. Do we know? We don't know that it's his wife at this point, right? Yeah, at this Not, point, you know there's yes. a history there, but you you don't know exactly yeah. what it is yet. 
You also know that she's training Kim, who's just harassing one of their patients. It reminds <laughs> me, I dated a doctor's son, and the doctor's idea of a dinner talk was like, he'd be like, oh, we had a, a skin graft that didn't take, and I took some photos of it because it looked gnarly, and he's like showing it to me. I'm like, oh, it's great. Glove. Yeah. <laughs> it's wonderful. Yeah. yeah, Dr. Kim's like, hey, check it out. There's a picture of degloving. That's cool. The guy's like, yeah, can you can you get out of here, creepy? I don't need a Dr. Giggles situation in here. Which, okay? she's not authorized to do anything. Is she a nurse or is she just like a volunteer? She's I, a nurse in training is what she yeah. says. Yeah. Because at the other thing she says that all she'd be doing would be turning over patients, right? If yeah, oh, that's true. That she's supposed to be at. Yeah, um, but no, she offers him a catheter. I thought that was fun. Yeah, hot. Does <laughs> right, you want to get yeah, a catheter look, uh, from hey, a you gotta, sexy you Asian nurse? Right? Yeah, <laughs> Asian yeah. nurse. Oh my god, Candace, you're right. That's a fucking Pornhub video, right there. <laughs> exactly, catheter from sexy young Asian nurse. Well, damn, she's, I can't get a catheter. She's probably over twenty one, so she's probably a, a milf. That's probably what Damn. her classification would be. Yeah, yeah. She's over 20, so they're putting her in MILF. Exactly. Yeah, Tim, that's a good point. You can't get a catheter if you're hard, right? Mm-hmm. Gonna have to have to take care of that somehow. Imagine <laughs> man, if you Tim's were finding South. all sorts of li- loopholes today. <laughs> he really is, man. I'm, I gotta say, hey, it was a medical you. procedure. There's nothing I could do about it. Let's just be happy they didn't charge my insurance for it, right, honey? Just, just Tim, like going in to get like a kidney stone removed or something, popping blue chews beforehand, just in case. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> ah, looks like my dick's hard uh, again. Wow, nurse. this is the fourth time you've been in. You don't have any kidney stones. Yeah, the nurse is just some dude that looks like Newman from fucking Seinfeld. Oh, I got a George Costanza moment. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Nurse Costanza in there. Nah. So then she steals his fruit cup and she's like, all right, well, fuck you. You're not going to play with me. I'm going to just take your fruit cup and leave. So, yeah, then uh, outside <clears throat> uh, we get Daniel talking with uh, two other people. We've got Ben, an older gentleman, and Grandpa a ben. very. What's that? Grandpa Ben. Grandpa Ben, yeah. And a very pregnant Maggie. Yeah, I was like, she's supposed to be a teenager because they have her dressed up like she's a three-year-old from the 1940s. Yeah, that was a weird choice. She looks (laughs) ridiculous. You know, they spent a lot on I guess they were just trying to make her look young, would be my guess. Or there could be a reason for it later on, right? Oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Wait, Wait, are you saying that she's dressed like a young girl? Like... Hmm. Yeah, I was trying like to find, find daughter, her. Possibly, yes. I was trying to find her age, but oh, she's in the Handmaiden's Tale. Aren't we all, Eddie? Aren't we all? Yeah, Tim. <laughs> Tim. She plays uh, Red Center Handmaiden, uncredited. <laughs> Never seen the TV show. Read the book. Oh, she's I read also the book a long time ago. Yeah. Tim, you're going to like this. She's in uh, something called the Marijuana Conspiracy. Mm, the conspiracy is who took it, where did it go? That was my stash. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, can I just say this on a little side note? I bought my first bag of yeah. legal weed. Well, not legal, but, I mean, there was a well, store okay. in the city. 
Tim, how was they it not legal? They had a security legal? guard working there. They didn't ID. They didn't ask me for any ID to make sure I'm over 21, but I guess I'm past that stage. Yeah, I guess you don't have to worry about that anymore. But I still thought they had to do that, even in uh, any place. Even though you still, every once in a while, if I buy beer and fucking Dwayne Reed, they ID me. I'm like, are you serious? Come the fuck on. But yeah, but my first eighth of uh, Pineapple Express because brand names pay off. Anytime I get ID'd, I always make it uncomfortable for them. I'm like, oh, you smooth tongue devil, you. <laughs> <laughs> I should do that. Oh, you yeah, smooth tongue devil. It makes it uncomfortable devil. for them by pretending to flirt with them. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Works. <laughs> oh god yeah i love when people fucking have the gall to, to try to id me i've got like gray beard hair sticking out from <laughs> my fucking mask i'm like yeah okay sure i'll uh here you go <sighs> never gets old so uh yeah we find out that uh yeah grandpa ben is there with uh his granddaughter maggie because she needs to get checked on for her pregnancy that just is acting up i guess mm-hmm. that condition that happens. Yeah, she, well, you know, when it's your first pregnancy and you're not quite sure what's normal and what's not, I, I was at the doctor's a lot because I'm like, I felt this pain. Is that normal? Am I okay? Yeah. Wow, I, in hindsight, I think she has even more of an excuse to go to the hospital then. She's feeling That's a little true. bit weird and not normal. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe wants to see someone who's really special in her life. Yeah, that could be too. Um, we also don't know this is her first pregnancy, Candace. You just assumed oh, that. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, Another what thing does that this take, where does this take place in? What state? Uh, Marsh. I don't know because it's like his police. <laughs> There's no place badge. in North named Marsh. Marsh has to be someplace down in the South. So, or well, because be it, he's from the Marsh Police Department, and it's Marsh Hospital. So uh, the Marsh of so Dimes. He's a Marsh fellow. The Marsh of Dimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Marsh fellow. <laughs> But uh, I was, was going to say that's a, a drink. I thought about that. <laughs> so, that's another thing that movies do that fucking annoys the hell out of me is you can always tell when a woman who has been pregnant was not on the set because yeah. when a woman is pregnant to like eight or nine months, I mean, when they're really ready to pop, they can't lay down flat on their backs because the pressure of the baby shuts off one of their arteries. So they will pass out and die if they lay straight on their backs within like minutes like it's hmm. happened to me. I almost passed out from it. You passed out and died. I did not die. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Good to know. <laughs> yeah, that's a good pro tip, guys. If you, you ever want to, you know, pull one of them Walter Whites, your wife's asleep on her side, pregnant. You just kind of roll her just over. Just have to get her pregnant. Wait nine months, eight months. The long con. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, they, so, they always do that in movies, and I'm like, you can tell that a woman was not involved in this production, because she'd be like, that would never happen. Yeah, it's a movie, not a cupcake. You don't need a woman involved in the production. <laughs> oh, wow. god damn it. Anyway, I, uh, I think men make cupcake, cupcakes better. Men are better pastry chefs. Really? No. No, of course not. Uh, so yeah, then uh, they, they decide they're going to sedate the busted up dude. And when they go to do that, they uh, they notice he's got a bunch of track marks. And that freaks out the cop, Daniel, right? He's like, look, this fucker bled on me. He's a druggie. I'm clearly going to get um, the HIV or hepatitis. Something, yeah. Something, yeah. yeah so you're goes more to, likely to get hepatitis than HIV. Much easier to yeah. catch. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Health kids are getting it now for no reason. 
It's because it's trendy. It's like a TikTok challenge. <laughs> <laughs> I chill. I'm. My name is Bourgeois ninety eight. I don't know what the fuck they would name themselves. Bourgeois and this is ninety eight. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't you know. didn't even try. You got. None of the guarantee. Ninety nine percent of the people on TikTok were not okay. born in ninety eight. So. Uh, I was just gonna say number one, they're not using the term bourgeois. Number two, ninety eight. <laughs> Bougie ninety eight. <laughs> there you go, Boge. Boge 21. Okay, well, that's not how it's fucking pronounced. It's a French word. It's bourgeois, and it's not rich people. The bourgeois were the middle class. God damn it. But anyway. All right, finish your joke. My joke was it. And this is the TikTok get the hepatitis C challenge. And then they're like drinking blood from a junkie on the street. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, like that when they rebooted Beavis and Butthead and they wanted to become werewolves or vampires. So they paid the hobo to bite him. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> they thought he was a werewolf. <laughs> they just got fucking hepatitis. Uh, that was great. So yeah, uh, Daniel goes off to fucking clean himself off. And uh, this is when his wife, ex-wife, estranged wife, Allison pops in and uh, they kind of have an awkward moment about, uh, oh, yeah, just, uh, you know, doing okay. Uh-huh. And, the and she's doctor, like, sorry about that baby I killed. Yeah, sorry I killed that baby of yours. Anyhow, I'll see you later. And then the doctor kind of interrupts and he's like, you know... No, you had a hard time with her. I lost a baby, too. Maybe just take it easy on her. And the cop's like, I'm just cleaning blood off right now, dude. Let's let's back up, Doc. So then I'm like, all right, well, okay. The movie's slowed down a little bit. We're doing a little character building. Okay, okay. We're going to keep it up at this pace for a minute. Get to know everybody. Uh, no, Daniel just walks around into Cliff's room for some reason. I guess he oh, just yeah, feels part. the need to violate every HIPAA regulation. <laughs> uh, but you know what? Much smaller crime than what's going on in this room. Because we see Nurse Beverly uh, doing a little impromptu cosmetic surgery to that's Cliff. Not, that's not her face. Well... Oh. It was his face. I know that. <laughs> so I'm not sure what the jabbing scissors into the dude's fucking eye, other than an homage to some Jallo horror. I get that. Mm-hmm. It's always but, creepy to see. Yeah. And then, she, yeah, like you said, Candace, she just turns to the camera and she takes the scissors up and she's like, no, nah, no, nah, this isn't me. This isn't my face. She says it so calmly. She, oh, that's, yeah. That's the part that I love the most is, is she's just like, this isn't my face. Yeah. I can help you. And this isn't my face. I mean, just like totally normal and calm while she like was yeah, slowly like pulling, slowly pulling uh, scissors out of a kid's eye. And then yeah. she's like got skin hanging off of her face. It's just totally right, normal. I'm yeah, putting you in pull a... the piece of skin off a fucking face too. Yeah, yeah. So, Tim, I'm putting you in a self-defense scenario here. You're our hero, Daniel, but you don't have a gun. Hmm. What, what's the go-to defense for crazy nurse cutting her face off? Uh, do I have my nightstick? No, you're Tim Yobo. You're not a cop. Oh, okay. Wait, do you have a nightstick? No. Okay, then no. 
damn. I always wish I had a nightstick. It would be cool to walk around the street with a nightstick around it. Twirling it around saying, oh, just sunny Jim. Uh, what do Why I don't do? you I get go the back fuck to your mother? <laughs> <laughs> you, you just leave? You get it? Okay. Probably a better move than, than uh, Daniel. Uh, he just domes her ass. Just fucking whips out his, his Glock and just right between the eyes. Well, she Bam. does Shot. lunge at him. With the, he's like, stop, Fair. don't come towards me, stop. And she's Fair. got a knife, and she just stabbed a dude in the eye with him. Yeah, usually. She's got a fucked up face, so. I think you'd go for like center mass or go for like a leg or something, maybe even a warning shot. But no, he just straight to the brain. Yeah, because he in was... these movies, that's usually what happens, right? Is they shoot three or four times in the stomach, and the thing keeps coming at them. They're like, wait, what the fuck? And then that's when the last thing is they shoot them in the head. You don't yep. usually start off with the headshot. I mean, what good on him. That's what, what I would do. What if he's a bad shot and he was aiming for center mass? <laughs> <laughs> he just fucking sucks. <laughs> ah, shit, trying to fire a warning shot. I did it again. I mean, that is, to be fair, if people that are nervous firing a handgun will pull their arm back nervously when it, you know, when, when they're anticipating recoil. So maybe, yeah, maybe yeah. you just fucking I mean, fuck that one up. He doesn't seem like he's ever shot that gun either. No, no. He's, well, it's uh, either uh, that or he's been like a big city cop and he's killed so many people that the last cop job that he can get is this little podunk town. Yeah. Because, I mean, that is it? quick reactions, right? He fucking pulled that shit out of the holster and shot her in the head. Damn quick. Yeah, true. You, you, this other, you think that's it? You think it's more he was like a Dirty Harry type, not he nah, played a lot just, of wild gunmen? Yeah, no, he fucking domes her ass and she drops. And everybody's like, hey, I thought I heard somebody getting shot in the head in here. Let's see what's going on. <laughs> and they're like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Fair and honest reaction. Okay, <laughs> but I like how they just buy his story so completely right away. Well, they I mean, also know a... him. Like clearly, everybody knows him. Yeah. they're like, oh, yeah, I but they remember work with your dad. Beverly. Beverly looks like she's been there for a while, so they know Beverly. Like, hey, Beverly's not the kind of bitch who fucking gouges somebody's eye out, cuts a face off, and go, goes after a fucking cop. Mm, I don't know. She might be the kind of guy that she did that seem like a bitch. She is a nurse, after all. Okay, and oh, and her name's man. Beverly. Let's get the inside info on nurses. <laughs> yeah, have you ever known a Beverly, Tim? Yes. Uh, no, never and she was a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Candace knew Beverly D'Angelo. Fucking hates her. Crazy. Oh, man, she's got some great 70s boobs, though, and hair. <laughs> Holy shit. What's 70s boobs? Is that when they look like orangutan titties? That's when they were, like, nice and natural and had a nice natural bounce to them. So, like, orangutan titties. Yeah. They didn't look like, 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 like no matter what, you could put a fucking lady on a roller coaster and nothing's going to move. Yeah. Well, when, when did they start putting them in the torpedo-shaped bras? Because that, was, that was a fun... Well, that's the 50s. Yeah, that was a fun era. That's pretty cool, right? That's like, the, yeah. no matter how big your chest it is, you can always make it look 100% bigger. And it, like, I, feel it like, I, feel like, I feel like, A, that was the point, to make your chest look bigger than it actually yes. was. And the B, point. also because you could, like, wear s something more risque, but because they didn't look like natural-shaped boobs, you could get away with being, like, lewd a little bit more. Oh, okay. Well, I think, Ken, this is right, and I mean, I'm no fashion icon or anything like that, but I think it was partly to make it look bigger, and I think it also, it made you look more curvy, right? You got those big tits sticking out, and even if you had, like, a small yeah. ass... In a tight skirt, you look more curvy with Tim, that, right? Tim may not know Braziers, but he knows what he likes. 
<laughs> I was so. I was playing Back for Blood with a, a Twitch streamer, and a she never shut up. You can oh, tell she God. was a Twitch streamer because like blah 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 blah, never stopped talking. And then B, she said that she would not send nudes to people, but she would send lewds if what? people asked her to. And I Wait, had to I ask get what's some the difference. Lewds? They haven't been made since the seventies. How the fuck does she have those? <laughs> not those. Oh lewds. my God. <laughs> Candace, I can't I didn't believe know what that, the difference was. Well, it means that there's no nipple or vagina or ass. Oh, that's what she said. Candace, Candace, yeah. Candace. Jesus Christ, man. That they feel really you know what? That sucks that you'd have to like you're going out to just like play video games, right? And have a good time and get popular on streaming. And the fact that you feel the need to just like reduce it to just this sexual thing. You know, Candace, can you tell me what her gamer tag was? Because I, yeah. I want to talk to her about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Can I watch while you talk to her about it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. I'm mad uh, that. Uh, I know her real name. Woman figuring out that it's something that mostly teenage guys and incels are into. How to make some money off of them. Yeah. I should Maybe get on jealous. there and offer people lewds. But it'll be quaaludes, like you said. <laughs> <laughs> Just send them sugar pills and like, oh, shit, man, that thing was made in 1968. I guess it lost its potency. No she refunds. Was, she was like, I don't do nudes. I just do lewds. And I was like, what's a lewd? I was like, what's uh, the which, difference? Well, what a lewd is, Candace, is something that's about like two years at most away from doing a nude. That's what that is. That's dipping yeah. your toe into the water. Yeah, a lewd is two years and $40 from doing a nude. Mm-hmm, because I knew wow. three different chicks who all ended up strippers after they started out working as bartenders. Uh, more money. Oh, yeah, that was, I remember telling yep. one chick, I was like, you're not going to, you're going to sit there at the bartender and maybe make $300 a night in tips, and some chick's going to come over, and she just made $300 in two minutes. Well. <laughs> So, yeah, Daniel uh, wanders off to the bathroom and throws up after he killed Beverly. Mm, that's Fair response. He's a good guy. Then he passes out and has his first visions. So he sees, like, this weird mound of fleshy something, mm. uh, a Go looming on. black pyramid. Oh, yeah. And some sort of a nebula. Then when he comes With to... two triangles in the sky, right? Yeah. Yeah, it reminds when it me. Comes, sorry. I was going to say these uh, these visions remind me of the uh, 19th century British Romanticism movement, where like the three three tenets of it were the sublime, the beautiful, and the picturesque. And exactly the beautiful. What I thought when I was watching this movie. <laughs> yeah, we're on yeah. the same page. I think I, I think that's exactly what everybody thought, Candace. <laughs> the beautiful. That's what the movie makers are going for. They were sick and tired of working on yeah. Suicide Squad. Like you know, we just can't get enough romanticism going in movie theaters. We have to do something ourselves. But the the beautiful <laughs> is like a a picture of a flower or a pretty girl. You know, like very what you imagine when you think of beautiful. And mm-hmm. then the picturesque would be like this is a little garden that's overgrown and there's some ruins in it. But the sublime was always exemplified by like a tiny person who's just standing in front of a void, usually like a mountainscape or an ocean or something, something that makes you feel very small. It mm. makes you feel like insignificant in the grand scheme of things. Like that's okay. the sublime. Yeah, so that, that's what, what this reminded about. me of. Interesting. So which one would the mound of flesh be then? The, the picturesque. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> 
so when he comes to though the uh, the doc and, and uh, <clears throat> Allison are there treating him like, hey, uh, you all right? You kind of passed out there, buddy. And uh, he's like, yeah, no, I'm good. I'll just immediately stand right up because that's what you should definitely do after you've fallen on the floor <laughs> in the bathroom. Passed out. <laughs> passed out. Yeah. And then quick. we just get a real quick cut to what looks like, I believe it was Cliff with a bunch of tentacles and shit popping out of his eyes and mouth. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was oh, yeah. fun. And some more fun of the, the visions of the nebula. And then we see a dark man in a reflection. And that's, yeah, right after that, Daniel finally gets up. And looks around, goes to, to take a look outside and see what's going on. And the whole place has been surrounded by the hooded people. Oh, Such awesome. a great fucking scene, man. It oh, is. It's so fucking good. Yep. It's and simple what, what, but effective. Yeah. Right. And when we were talking about cults, Candace, uh, what what I love that they do with this is the cult is there. It's always a looming horror. But in reality, all it is is it kind of constrains them. So it's like like when the zombies are the external threat and you have to worry about the internal mm-hmm. threat of people going crazy. It kind of plays that same function. Yeah. There's a reason they can't leave. Yeah. They're they stuck. can't just go. Well, Canada, I think this goes into because then you said that you love fucking like winter stories of horror when like people are trapped by whatever's going on and the yeah. fucking like endless snow. So this is almost kind of the same thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. that's cold right because there's yeah. nothing you're doing getting past all those, all those motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. This is oh, this, this right is hitting all my buttons. Mm-hmm. Plus, it takes place in the winter, so there you go. Oh, by the way, I watched a movie. You should watch Canada. Uh, I think it's a Norwegian movie called Cold Prey. I've seen it. Okay. Well, yeah. of course. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so this is when um, the state trooper shows up, and uh, he takes Daniel's story. And kind of odd, he shows up. Like, what, what's going on here? He's like, "Oh, well, I was looking for your buddy there. Turns out he uh, slaughtered an entire house full of people. Mm-hmm. He's also got a bunch of drug-related priors. So, so they just sent one cop to get him." Yeah, one yeah. one elderly state trooper. Yeah, yeah. Two days old, away from retirement. Old man winter, the state trooper. Uh, yeah, and, and uh, they're like, okay, well, uh, by the way, we also have this other uh, nurse that just went fucking crazy and I had to shoot her in the head. And he's like, oh, that makes sense. Maybe the drug guy gave her something. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I, I've I had a drugs. lot of things. <laughs> never never if, you're, if you're like a 53 year old 55 year old fucking cop three months away from fucking retirement what yeah. are you going to think Go, oh this must be some kind of satanic fucking cosmic cult that's going on holy fucking yeah. shit let's get the hell out of here no. of course your first thing is going to be the drug addict got it high that's it yep makes sense plenty of so nurses like a- take drugs right so so, yeah, then, then nurse, I well, that's just, true. Man, I know a lot of people who became a nurse just so they could get their hands on drugs. <laughs> I have really? just really bad experience wow. with nurses. <laughs> that's like, that's real dedication, man. That's like, forget those fucking, like, all those fucking pill heads who are like going from one dentist to the other. Like, oh, I got a toothache, getting three pills here, four pills. Like, I'm going to go to fucking medical school for six years. You don't go to medical school for six years to be a fucking nurse. It's not that hard. It's just a lot of memorization and you got to wipe people's asses. So you have to remember like front to back or back to front. Is that patients or bosses? (laughs) That too. (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, so yeah, he uh, takes Daniel's gun from him. Says, "Hey, by the way, you're a shitty cop, and your dad was a good cop." Yeah. Bye. I wonder what your dad would think about you now. Yeah. yeah. Bye. That's the good side. Good thing about living in a small town is you know everybody. So if someone steals your shit, you know exactly who did it. But the downside is is that everybody knows everybody. So if something happened in your past, everybody knows about it, and they're going to be bringing it up. Yep. That's why you move. <laughs> That's when you move. Move. Yeah. <laughs> Change your name. It's pretty easy. It just costs, uh, I think, $340. Change your name. It does cost a lot of money to move, media. though. So if you're poor, you can't really move. That's true. I was looking at houses in Gary, Indiana. Did you know I could get a 2,700-square-footer for $12,000? Yeah, but guess what? You got to live in Gary, Indiana. Yep. Yeah, I was looking at houses closer to St. Louis, and I was like, so the equivalency to my house, I would pay $100,000 more than yep. what I'm paying now just to get the exact same thing. I was like, Come to New York, where a one-bedroom condo starts at 350000 Yeah. Well, that's why and I don't never live in really New York. you really own it. <laughs> but eh, it's all about a trade-off, right? Yeah. So what, location, what you, location, location. What do you value location. most? Being able to For- get pizza 24 hours a day. Yeah, for Tim, it's listening to the neighbor flush and smelling hot piss. <laughs> uh, one day I'm going to be living on a farm in Korea. So Nice. That's yeah. true. That's a goal. So, yeah, then. Uh, I'm going to start a GoFundMe page. GoFundMe to Korea. Daniel. Go fund yourself to Korea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Daniel decides, uh, you know, I better go call this in that I killed somebody to dispatch. They might want to know that. Goes over to uh, try to call from the phone, and all the phone lines are down. And the radio it's, doesn't work anymore. Yeah, goes out to his car, radio doesn't work. And, no, the actual uh, radio radio that the nurses were listening to. Not oh, even yeah, like yeah. The police radio or anything. Yeah, the like AM, that. FM the doesn't radio work. Is just static. That doesn't work, and his CB doesn't work in the car. That was making me and, wonder uh, what year this was supposed to take place. I was thinking maybe like late 90s where computers exist, but they're not that commonplace. Yeah, because the uh, the nurse Kim, she says, like, haven't you heard about computers? Because they, her job is supposed to be just like moving all the files and putting them in the boxes. Yes, yes. And if she's saying that, that must mean that computers are obviously a big enough thing that almost like no hospital uses fucking uh, paper files. So, yeah. I don't They're know. Also... Just say it. Nobody had a cell phone, which. Yeah. yeah. Which makes me think like maybe mid to late 90s where computers were being used in like workplaces, but not everybody had one. And definitely not everybody had a cell phone. That was still more of a rare rarity. I mean, well, the... you could probably get us to like, what, maybe 2003, maybe 2004 before like everybody pretty much definitely had a cell phone. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. You, you get to early, like, yeah. 2004, I'd say definitely. Because, uh, yeah, nobody's got a cell phone in here. Totally. He, he uh, But then this is when a couple of the hooded dudes get the drop on him and fucking stab him right in the chest. He tosses yeah, one he of the fucking. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, oh, a slow, it's, it's the slow stab. Yeah, so you really can just fucking feel it as he's got him pinned down. He's just wrestling the fucking knife. And that's a cool fucking knife, too, man. That's a good one. I wonder so where they tosses... bought their knives, right? They, they, oh, they, they walked into that... some store and like, I need 132 of these knives, please. Wrap them up. Standard issue. You join yeah, the cult, yeah, you get is... one of these knives. <laughs> yeah, you get a hood and you get a knife. 
And uh, if you if you ruin the hood or get it dirty, then you it's get another... a triangle patch. You you have to put yeah. it on yourself. Yeah, it's another forty nine ninety nine if you fuck up the hood. So, like shit, I lost my deposit on the knife. Damn it. So uh, yeah, no, no. Then he tosses the dude off. There's about a dozen more of them coming after him. He runs in the hospital, passes out. They treat him, of course, and. Uh, this is when they hear screaming in the back room where the, the junkie is. They rush back there to see what's wrong with him, and he's flipped the bed over. Smart move, by the way, because yeah. he's handcuffed to the bed. He flips it over, and he's like, look, just shoot the fucking thing. And they're like, what? Wait a minute. Shoot what thing? <laughs> what? Uh, and then you figure out what. It's, uh, it's the Beverly monster. And this is where my wife is like, nope, I'm out of here. Done. <clears throat> Did it yeah. scare her, or did she just think it was hokey? She just can't stand monster movies. Once she see, she doesn't even like really like ghost movies or anything like that. But once she sees a monster, that's it. It's done for her. And this is a pretty good monster. It, it is. is it's a really great effect and everything like that. It's really well done, and it's just like really shot well and just like for the money, it's all up on the screen and then. Some. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, people put in hours for this shit. And that was one of the things they were talking about that sucked for them, too, is that, like, because of their limited shooting schedule, a lot of those things had to be like, look, this practical effect better work in the set, the fucking first take or we're screwed. You oh, know, yeah, we, can, we can't get this thing to walk down the hallway again. Yeah. I mean, we can do some inserts later or, or some creative editing, but it. Hopefully it works. And they said a lot of the times it did. And I think this is clearly one of them where it did because they uh, shoot the shit out of this tentacle monster and it barely phases the fucking thing. So uh, Daniel runs in, just starts kicking the shit out of the bed to get, you know, the loosen the guy in the handcuff off of it so he can get him out of there, runs him out of there and then slams the door on the Beverly monster. So, okay. Beverly Monster's in there. That can be tomorrow's problem. We'll deal with that <laughs> <Yeah>. later. <laughs> you know? It's contained for now. It's a good thing you can lock the hospital doors from the outside. Yeah. I would say that's probably the only way you should be able to lock the hospital doors. <laughs> yeah. You don't want somebody locking the door and having a fucking heart attack in there. No. Becoming that incapacitated be and unable to unlock the door for you. That could be a lawsuit. Yep. Yeah, but you can't lock the doors either, I mean, right? No, you can uh, lock them from the outside. Really? Oh, you got to have keys to open it. It's not like just like a flip lock. Oh, yeah, I'll bet. Yeah, because they probably have fucking people going all wacky and running up and down the hallways screaming. True. And yeah, then they get sued because you got out of your bed to take a piss and you fell in the ho- uh, you fell and slipped in the hallway. Yeah, some dude ran into your room because he was having a weird flashback to Nom and then stabbed you in the eye with fucking scissors. But speaking of lawsuits, I mean, this hospital's already playing fast and loose. When we get to the foundation of the place underground, <laughs> I, they should not be open for business, like, at all. So, uh, yeah, we get the Beverly Monster locked up. Then the two dudes from the cold open just pop into the movie because they were tired of, you know, waiting around. I and, totally uh, forgot about the storyline. Yeah, so there's the dad and the son is how they are credited. Uh, and we find out that the son can't speak. Mm-hmm. The dad is mad all of the time. That's his character. Uh, 
with with good reason. His whole family, minus the son, was killed. Yeah, now his uh, son can't talk by the cult people. Yeah, because he got he took a knife or something to the fucking throat. Yeah, because I, yeah, I think there's a line in where he says like he trusted the wrong person. Yeah. Like, what does that mean? Well, I think what that means is we find out that they're doing a little. Uh, the cult does a little thing that they used to call flirty fishing. Oh, oh I know what that right. is. Yeah, because that's oh, I have written down. Oh, I was like, oh, this is a little bit like Red State. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Flirty fishing. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, the junkie will tell us all about that in just a moment. Uh, so, yeah, they they show up fucking armed. Junkie grabs uh, uh what's her name? The pregnant broad. Because I, I just call her the pregnant broad. Yeah, you can. They just never say refer that. to her. Really, yeah. the character well, this is, at this point has she would have been called a slut, a teenage slut, or something. Yeah, teenage yeah. slut. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's mean spirited. I'm just slut, saying she's though? pregnant. The, the dad does. Uh, yes, like the, yes, the, yeah. The, the dad. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. When he busts in, yeah. By the way, I like that. He, oh, he's credited as the father, and his, the actor's name is Daniel Fathers. Hmm. Oh, because so you couldn't remember his character's name. Yeah, I see. How so wait, is, this, uh, <laughs> is the kid's name Daniel Son? <laughs> Are they Vikings? No. <laughs> his name's no. Thor Danielson. <laughs> Thor Danielson. No, his, the son's name is Mick Byskov. B y s k o v. What the fuck kind of name is that? Not American. He was on so the X Files. Yeah, I saw that in the wow. new one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fuck, oh, I didn't one. watch Fuck the that because I didn't want to ruin the old one. So yeah, they're, there you I mean, go, they're Tim. okay. They're not. They're really not bad. They're needless, but they're not bad. So he takes the uh, pregnant girl hostage, Maggie. That was her name. So he takes Maggie hostage. The junkie does. He's got a knife to her, and the doctor dude's like, "Look, calm down. All right, just fucking don't. You need to just chill." The reaches over, just stabs the doctor in the throat. Perfect fucking shot, too. Everybody in this oh, thing yeah. is a fucking marksman, man. Everybody's like fucking bullseye in this thing. They really the are, yeah. And uh, so then Grandpa fucking knocks him out, the junkie. <laughs> like, good, for the, good for Grandpa, man. He does it Clint Eastwood. Yeah. Grandpa is so happy because he just got to be a Clint Eastwood for five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I did it well. It looked good. Knocks his ass out. And then the uh, the Beverly monster sucks the doctor up into another room and starts uh, fingering his eyes. No, I think tentacles. that was the trooper. Yes, yeah, the trooper, trooper yeah, that got sucked yeah, up. Yeah. He comes oh, up behind the trooper. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I made a little note to myself being like, uh, what does Tim think about these state troopers? Are they worse or better than, mm, than super troopers? Good question. They, he died doing his job, okay? He was useless. He was yeah, just standing what, what, there what, staring at Super everyone. Troopers are even better? They would have died fucking around on the job. <laughs> That's true. One of them would have been dressed up like a hillbilly fucking a bear, and the cult members would have killed him. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's a fair point, Tim. So, yeah, it starts fingering the dude's fucking eye sockets with its tentacles and shit. Mm, I was hot. beating my dick off. <laughs> it was hard. Uh, then one of the strangers blows... Oh, he does. I, I say it's head of the monster. Something off. head-shaped, yeah. Some, yeah, because some head-shaped thing starts emerging from the monster, and the dude just blows its fucking head-shaped thing off. Then they just take the, the they both the father and the son take turns just axing the shit 
out of this fucking monster. It's kind of like the, when you're playing a video game and you get to the boss and you beat the boss and then all of a sudden the fucking health bar just refills and yeah, just walks into something else. You're like, oh, motherfucker. Yeah. Oh, God damn use all my health mo- potion up. Don't even talk to me about that shit with Elden Ring, man. Oh, Kill these true. motherfuckers. Dead. Oh, now it's my time for my second form. Oh, good. Oh, good. I'm glad I rationed my fucking potions, you son of a bitch. Oh, good. (laughs) Yeah, that game's fun. Uh, So they, uh, yeah, they axe the shit out of him. And uh, then we just cut to this, this, the hallway flickering and just blood splattered fucking everywhere. It looks awesome. looks very Silent Hill. It's, yeah, it's really, it's just so well done. It's one of those movies where it's all the stuff that you don't see that's even creepier, right? Yeah, I mean, and they said that as much on the behind-the-scenes stuff. One, they said they were clearly very inspired by Silent Hill with this, and they and were? the other is y- yes. I feel like I got more of like a uh, the very end was definitely the beyond. The ending from the that very end was Prince of Darkness. No, it was the beyond. Candace, they go into the, the basement. Beyond? Yeah, they open go into the basement and they open a portal and then they're completely surrounded by this. mist. Nerds. That's the ending so, to the beyond. Okay. And you've seen Prince of Darkness, right? Yes, I've seen Prince of Darkness. Okay. They open a portal to a hell dimension to try to let a prime evil out and a dude has to righteously sacrifice himself to destroy the portal and save the world. Okay, yeah, that's that part was not in the beyond. They did not sacrifice themselves. They just ended up being put in the beyond, and they're drifting around in eternity in the land of the dead. Okay, to be fair, you're right. He didn't technically sacrifice himself because at the end he is just hanging out in the the, the void. He's not dead, so might have been better to be dead. I don't know. All right, Tim's yeah, taking a break. I think we should take Wait, five. Are you still talking about the fucking Prince of Darkness and the Beyond? Yeah, I proved it wrong. <laughs> so. Yeah, we're in uh, an I hour and a half. I guess I'll have to listen to the show to find out. So let's take a break and go get a beverage or something. I just did. All right. Well, yeah, All right, I know. I just had my husband bring something. Well, tough fucking shit. Fucking inconsistent. God tell damn you, it. Tell your fucking husband to bring me something. No, because no one likes you. That's true. He doesn't understand the concept of bringing something to somebody. He doesn't understand the concept of you. <laughs> that's that's fair. That's fair. Back. Why would anybody want to listen to Eddie? Okay. <clears throat> so back in the main hall, the uh, strangers tell everybody, look, we just want the junkie, right? Just give him to us and we'll, we'll uh, get the hell out of here. They uh, go after Daniel and uh, go to axe his fucking head off. And this is, yeah, when we learned that the one, the son can't, can't talk, right? Because they, they end well, up like after this big talk, tense moment. Because they never understand what they're talking about. That's true. You're going to get laid a lot, le- a lot more if you just keep your mouth shut. That's so. a very good point. Yeah, is that that might work for this guy. That's a good. Damn, that's all those times I was young, I should have just gone to a bar, just made up a bunch of business cards, and just said, "I'm sorry, there's something wrong with my throat. I can't talk for like the next two yeah. twenty four hours." Oh, and then you would just sit there and listen because that's all women want. They just want to hear <laughs> you sit there and listen to them bitch about you know their friends. 
It's yeah, a but if you situation. listen, that might work too well. Yeah, but if you listen long enough, you might get lewds. You just have to go play some video games now. <laughs> what a lewds! <laughs> what? How am funny. I supposed to know what lewds are? Candace, you know what fucking 18th century fucking British romanticism is. You don't know what lewdness means. I know what lewdness means, but in today's vernacular, I didn't know what it meant. Who fucking? I didn't know what a bussy was. Was that common knowledge? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think Shakespeare was the one who invented the word. <laughs> yeah, he invented so many words in the English language, including bussy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, <clears throat> I, I like, by the way, that their, their move is like, okay, so we have to come up with a plan now. And then you just cut to a hospital gurney on fire being shoved down the street. <laughs> and, yeah, and it's the old dude. Just burnt dead body. It's kind of like Night of the Living Dead, right? I'm sorry. Don't they, weren't they? Wait a second. They were playing Night of the Living Dead in the beginning of this movie, weren't they? Yes. Yeah. So Cliff was watching it in the hotel or the hotel in the hospital room while uh, uh, the nurse in training was talking to him about degloving. It's free, That's baby. Right, yeah. Yep. Well, now all I can think about is going on Wikipedia and looking up that list of words in the English language that Shakespeare invented and putting <laughs> bussy oh. in there. Yeah, that's such a good move. Oh, what was the last thing? God damn it, I just vandalized something on Wikipedia not too long ago. And that's oh, why so you don't the... use it as a source, people. Yeah. For really? years right, For years I uh, uh I went on the Chicken Fingers Wikipedia article and they, because there's a section that talks about like the common sauces that people dip it in and somebody had put Caesar dressing which I've never heard of. And you edited it out. Finger. You were like, no, the fuck no. You say? <laughs> I, I wrote, if you're a psychopath. At the end of- <laughs> no, the only thing I use Wikipedia for is like looking up movies and like what movies people are in. But other yeah. than that, you never go any deeper than that. I use IMDb yeah, for that. I can edit worthless. that shit, right? So yeah, yeah anybody can edit that. Wikipedia. Tim Yobo could edit a Wikipedia page. You really want to use that for your school paper? Tim, did you just now realize that anybody could edit Wikipedia, and that's why? No, it's that's not why I know. That's source? why you don't trust Wikipedia. <laughs> that's what I'm figuring. Like nobody's gonna like if I'm looking for how many uh, Charles Bronson movies he was in from 1978 to 1979. I don't have to worry about somebody fucking around on Wikipedia as much as I have to do with is the Earth flat. True. Which, by the if way, you... I found the solution for flat earthers. Put them on a fucking boat and just ship them off somewhere. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. Just Shoot send them their ass seaward. No, just keep, put them on a boat and the boat can only go straight. They're either going to hit a fucking ice wall or they're going to fucking wake up. Yeah, that's that's a good point, Tim. Charter them all a big crew. Or, you know what you could do, Tim? When you get them out to international waters, you just sink the boat. <laughs> I guess I they know. fell off the earth. They were right. I, I like the irony of them like being shot out into space and they orbit around the earth. Especially when they build their own <laughs> rockets to do but it. But what if they're die. moving the same times that the earth is moving, Candace? And that's why you can't see that it's really a sphere. Oh, just like oh, a flat disc. Right? Got you there. So that's why you got to send them. They got to hit that fucking ice wall or just keep going. That's it. End of the fucking so, bullshit. No, no, no. Tim, what you got to do is you got to launch two of them into space, but you have them going different directions, opposite each other. The earth can't be rotating in both directions at once. Hmm. These are all You know, we could try like a hundred, a couple hundred times before we get it right, too. Yeah, yeah. Or we could just put them in a big catapult. 
It'd be funny. Uh, I think Matt Anderson said it best. The best thing I want to see that I would pay money to see is a debate between a flat earther and a hollow earther. Oh, that'd be fun. <laughs> oh man, that would be great. <laughs> yeah. Just pick whoever's the best representative of each position. It- yeah. And just have it them just, go at it for two hours. It That's just, it. And I've referenced it a million times, but it just reminds me of that the three Christs of Ypsilanti. Mm-hmm. The guy that found the three schizophrenics that all thought they were Jesus yeah. and made them live together. And they're all like, yeah, that guy's crazy. I am Jesus, but that guy's crazy. <laughs> Fucking awesome. Uh, <clears throat> so anyhow. <laughs> the survivors all get together in an office, and uh, we find out that Prager's is about to pop. So we can't move her around. That ain't an option. Mm-hmm. And uh, the rangers or the strangers are talking about, uh, okay, well, we uh, we need to fucking come up with a plan here. And the the, the dad, a, a bloody uh, kid's like baby shoe falls out of his bag. So you get a little uh, a little backstory on him there that he had a baby that died. You're going to find a lot of people in this movie have babies that died or failed to be born properly. That's why I was like, maybe you should talk to your wife. Is she trying to tell you something? Uh, no, I, I think our children are okay. Are you? Have you checked on them? When was the last time it's you checked on them? Been a while. This is why Eddie cooks. It's been a few years, but I believe they're okay. I yeah, he doesn't trust her next to the, the oven. Yeah, no, I don't trust her next to the oven with the baby. Especially with the babies around. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I read that about that with the LSD in the in oh, the yeah. roast being in the <laughs> <Yeah>. crib. <laughs> fucking stupid! God damn it! Go ask Alice. Yeah, remember when she dosed that little fucking baby on acid? Yep, yep. I, you know what? I didn't understand why the Brady Bunch even hired her. She was a terrible fucking <laughs> housekeeper. I'm not talking Dosed about Alice baby. from the Brady Bunch. Talk about that fucking movie uh, in the book. Go ask Alice. Yeah. Where she we know what was... you were talking about. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That that was the joke. It was that it was okay. the same Alice. Anyhow, <laughs> so the cop guy's like, "All right, here's what we got to do. Let's go get my shotgun because I know you're out of ammo. You have a couple of axes. That's cool, but let's go get my shotgun." And they're like, oh, we'll do that, but we get the shotgun. Yeah, and he's okay. like, yeah, Fine. sure. No problem. Here, uh, uh, Chatty, you, you, you go into the trunk and get the ammo out. I'm going to go up front and get the shotgun. And uh, you, dad, guy, your lookout. Okay, break. So it's a good plan. They go outside. A bunch of the robes show up. Move in on them. One well, of no, it's a great slash. scene because there's nobody out there, right? No, and yeah. here's the thing where uh, there's something going on. This thing it remind me of that book I read a long time ago, "A House of Leaves" or "House of Blue Leaves." House of Leaves by uh, Mark Zabrowski. Okay, yeah, sorry, yes. And because at first we see that car isn't far away, and then all of a sudden that fucking car when they come out, the three of them, it's yeah. like fucking half a mile away in a fucking gigantic fucking parking lot that's way too big for this hospital. And the yeah. same thing happens when they go downstairs at some point, right? This it, that shouldn't be there in that physical space. Yeah, right, right. They're they're playing fast and loose with the uh, laws of the of the world that we're in. Again, this is the uh, Silent Hill thing, right? You got the the regular world, and then it's being influenced and changed by this uh, force. 
So yeah, yeah, no, you're right because because he even the guy remarks he says like, uh, hey, I thought you said your car was close to the hospital. He's like, ah, shit. And you're right, there's no no strangers, no hoodie people out there. So yeah, they get out there one, and then you see three. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's it. The whole fucking screen is full of them. It's so well done, packed with them. Yeah, and one of them uh, slashes the the poor mute kid on the hand. Like ah. This guy's been having a day, man. Yeah, Jesus Christ. All he was doing is like, at least I'm going to go home tonight and jerk off. Like, oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, that sucks. <laughs> it's like, God damn, this whole fucking thing, this whole situation sucks. I can't even say that it sucks. Hey, you go beat my dick at least. <laughs> and slash. Like, God damn it. Well, I guess I got to beat my dick with my other hand. That That never works, though. Yeah, it's hard to do, right? So I don't know what the hell that works with. It really is hard to do. That should be what's called a stranger. Yeah, you know what? Because it is a stranger. You don't know that hand. It's like trying <laughs> to get a fucking cat to look at itself in a mirror. It doesn't. My cat looks at himself in the mirror all the fucking time. Oh, really? That just freaks me out because he's supposed to be. That's he's supposed to be like seeing a fucking ghost or something like that, right? Yeah. Oh, you should tell your wife that he probably sees a ghost. Oh, man. The one that keeps putting dust everywhere. (laughs) Yeah, that's why. Yeah, exactly. All of a sudden, yeah, there's this ghost that's just dropping hair all over the goddamn place. All these hairballs, man. Hey, this ghost bought a bunch of beer, took it home, drank it, and played Xbox all night. This cat did steal a $20 bill and a bag of weed off me. I still haven't fucking found it. I swear to fucking God. This cat rules. This is the best cat, man. So yeah, then um, they make their way back into the uh, into the hospital with the shotgun, and I like while he's running into the hospital, he's like, "Nah, I'm gonna keep the shotgun." I'm like, yeah. fuck, yeah, because guess what? There were fucking shells in it to begin with, motherfucker. It's not empty yeah. with the shells in the fucking uh, trunk. Yeah, you have extra shells in the trunk, but yeah, you. I mean, yeah, you probably want some ammo in that fucking shotgun when you need it, you know. <laughs> Yeah, well, they got the ammo, they got some flares, and they took a bunch of other shit from the back of the trunk. Yep, yep. He has a shotgun, so he's king right now, right? Yeah, for now. So then they uh, they head back into the hospital. Daniel's like, all right, I'm going to go check on Allison because uh, she went to go get some supplies to help out with the pregnant lady. Right before he leaves, he's like, promise me one thing. Just wait for me. We'll go together. Wait for me and we'll go together. And she's like, and okay, okay. She okay, listens right? just like a woman would. Not at all. Yep, not at all. Tells him to fuck off. The second that he's not watching or she leaves. And this is what I always say to dudes. You got to watch out. You got to have a camera on him. You got to have you neighbors. You got handcuffs, that... right? Come on. Yeah. <laughs> you got a handcuffer? <laughs> That's a good You got the move. wall on your side, too. You know what? You could handcuff her to, to Grandpa Ben. He ain't moving too fast. No, you could probably catch up to him. That's so true. he goes to to check in on Allison, and uh, we find out that the, uh, uh, the 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 strangers. This is when he's talking about the kid. His family got all killed up and dead by the uh, the cult people for trusting someone. Then they're like, "All right, well." We're fucked. Let's go, you know, try to find Allison together. We should probably all move it together instead of just wandering off alone like that dumb Allison bitch did. <laughs> and this is when they uh they find Mitchell's gun in the the 
mound that got axed to, to hey, hold bits on, Eddie, and pieces. Did we mention the fact that she had a miscarriage? She didn't have uh, a miscarriage. Yeah, she had a baby that died in the hospital. Oh, shit. All right. Well, I guess I should have been paying a little bit more attention. Okay. Yeah, yeah. the baby died, but it was being born, but the umbilical cord wrapped around its neck and strangled it. Yeah, and, and the okay. doctor guy will, well, spoiler that the doctor dude's not dead, but he'll, he'll talk about that later uh, when he's got her on the operating room table. Which is fucking rough. Yeah. Yeah, that's rough. That's, our firstborn almost fucking went out that way. My wife demanded a C-section, and they're like, oh, I don't know. She's like, no, you don't understand. My body's stupid. I want a C-section. And then they gave her the C-section. They're like, hey, you know what? Your cord was fucking completely wrapped around that kid. It would have oh, been a big problem. Oh, my God. It's a good thing they listened to your wife, yeah. Yeah, but you know what? It sucks for me because now every five, oh, I was right about that. You better listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> Like, God damn it. Wow, that's that's really going a little bit step too far just to be proved right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. They're going to hold that over my fucking head. No, I just was with her. I was like, yeah, hey, yeah, yeah, C-section. Exactly. Go, go, go get them. It's like, uh, should we move to California or should we go to Chicago? Well, the wife's like, yeah, let's go to Chicago. <laughs> like, Are you sure? And she points to the kid, taps the kid on the head. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. God damn it. All right. You're correct. So yeah, then they uh, they find Mitchell's gun. They gather up. They go into the uh, the supply closet and they find a plastic bag full of supplies on the ground and no Allison. So that's a problem. But uh, I did notice, and because this was like my third time watching it, that, that here you do see the stranger dude grabbing some some things of rubbing alcohol. That'll come back later. Uh, so then on the way back, they hear a phone ringing though. And Daniel walks in, and I like that on the line, it's the morgue mm-hmm. where the phone call is coming from. Mm-hmm. And the whole, time the, the whole time, the dad's, like, flipping through these Polaroids that he found. Yeah. And I love these Polaroids because they're kind of, like, overexposed, and you're not quite sure what's in them. But you know it's something really fucked up, but you can't really put together exactly what you're looking at. I love that. Yeah, it just... Well, to my trained eye, Candace, and watching it on one-third speed after I transferred it to Super 8 so I can really slow down the film, it mm-hmm. looked like a bunch of, like, like an orgy shot, and then you started getting into, like, uh, torture shots. Yeah, so that, and I think that lends to the whole element of cosmic horror that you have here, right? That, that it's like society, right? This big mass of bodies. Yeah, everything's just blended together. Smushing yeah. together. It could be violent or it could be sexual. Or it could be violent sex. Who knows? Either way, I'm down. I'm pocketing a couple of those Polaroids, man. Hey, look, if everybody's, you know, everybody's consenting or if everybody, at the very least, if they're not consenting, if they're tripping on LSD, it's okay, right? There you go. Yeah, as long as people are drugged, it doesn't matter if they consent. That's the Tim Yobo motto. <laughs> Very good, Tim. Uh, so, yeah, it's Dr. Richard on the phone. And he's like, uh, hey, uh, when you woke up, you had some visions, didn't you? I felt it. Yeah, you saw something. You saw something, didn't you? He goes, look, I know this is hard for you, right? It was hard for Beverly at first, too. But, you know, she turned out okay. Yeah. 
He's like, look, I assure you, my intentions are purely altruistic here. So all I want to do is, I know how much it sucks being a father of a kid that died, because I'm the father of a kid that died. But you know what? We can get past this whole death thing. You just got to be chill with me and what I'm about. And I'm like, that's not good. And then, then this is when dude puts down the fucking Polaroids and he just finds the Necronomicon. And I'm like, that's not good, man. You don't, you don't want a doctor with a Necronomicon. I've seen Reanimator. It doesn't turn out well. <laughs> doesn't work. Yeah. No. Head of the class. <laughs> oh God. I loved him in that fucking movie. Herbert West was so great. Snapping pencils, being a prick. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, then we see that the last Polaroid is the door with the black triangle on it from the, uh, the cold open. So everybody goes back to the oh, office. Yeah, so then right there, we know that all those Polaroids have been taken at that murder house, right? Yeah. It's Do you think the Polaroids, the Polaroids date the movie then? No, because no, I you think can you can still, still, get still get buy Polaroid now. cameras yeah. today. And again, here's a callback. According to Law and Order, Law and Order SVU, mm-hmm. they are still the big sellers for people who want to take boudoir photographs without having them on their computer. Ludes. So I guess it also kind of works for uh, fucked up people too, right? So Ludes, yeah, right? Right? you don't want it on your computer or you're on your phone. Technically yeah, Ludes, yeah. right? Technically That's what a boudoir photo. Is yeah. it a fucking lewd or is it a boudoir photograph? Okay, because I'm really confused. Well, there's lewd. Well, no. What got me about that episode too nudes. is the guy. The cop says, "Do you have the guy's ID?" And he goes, "Of course I do." He used a credit card to buy a Polaroid camera. I always take I always take IDs when they buy Polaroid cameras. I'm like, what? <laughs> That's probably a yeah, good you call. Be paying cash because <laughs> they're probably a ghost hunters or yeah. b pedophiles. <laughs> <laughs> Or see a ghost hunting pedophile. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> what if you're a ghost hunter and you take a picture of an underage uh, ghost? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, and the underage ghost is nude. Fuck. Loophole. Like, uh, that's what I was saying. Like, is there an age of consent when they're dead? Like, can oh, you no, get in more dead. trouble for consent. having... No, if you... If you... Would you get in more trouble for molesting a child's corpse than, like, an adult one? Jesus Christ, Candace. Yeah. <laughs> Lawyers that listen to the show, please write in because you get in more trouble fucking a dead baby than a dead grown person. <laughs> I'm going to, I'll go ahead and I'll weigh in for you, Candace. Okay, what? Why not? <laughs> why, why not get in more trouble? I'm okay with that. They can only hang you once, right? Yeah, yeah, that's my whole, if you uh, go to uh, get the death penalty for an abortion, you might as well just kill a cop or something. If I'm going to get in trouble for having sex with a dead body, you know, might as well really (laughs) break some taboos. (laughs) On your way home from the abortion, rob a couple of banks, knock over a fucking armored truck on the way home. Why not, right? Steal shit. Fuck it. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) <laughs> well, okay, that was fun. We we're just talking about fucking a dead baby. Good job, Ken. Jesus Christ. Holy shit, man. Look, I asked the hard questions that have to be asked, all right? No, we're all no, thinking no. it. It's You know what? It's on the tip of everybody's tongue. It's like George Carlin. Carlin was great as a comedian because he would just say the things we all agreed with, but nobody wanted to say. Did you watch his documentary on HBO yet? No. 
Uh, I, I, I want to. Watch. I want to watch it. Oh, you know what? I got a, I got an ad for, or not even an ad, a notification is uh, there's a new Cat Williams stand-up special coming out. Oh boy, that dude's my favorite man. Well, also you heard Norm Macdonald's supposedly filmed uh, a little video thing before oh, really? he died. It's gonna be on Netflix, I think, soon. Uh, I gotta check that out. Anyhow, <clears throat> back at the office, we're the all wrong comedians died. That's true. That's very true. Um. Back at the office, we're all fucked. Kim has to step in for Allison, and she has no fucking idea what she's doing, right? Because Allison's gone, and we gotta like, we gotta take care of this woman and deliver this baby. So, um, the the oh, is this dude where she reads how to do a C section. Yeah, oh, I I had I had <laughs> if she had a phone, she'd be googling C section. Yes, how to. oh, she can watch a fucking video on YouTube yeah, or yeah, she's know, maybe a bitch shoot. She's watching yeah. it. No, she's what be watching a TikTok video on how to do a C section. Oh God! The TikTok video is <laughs> only thirty minutes. seconds. Can this come yeah. on? You can't do a C section thirty no, seconds no. unless you got a lot of experience. She's up above this broad about to fucking die, and it's all like. Uh, and by the way, this video has been brought to you by Squarespace. And it's like fucking <laughs> yeah. hurry up! Skip God in damn five, it! Five, four, three, three two, skip two. Ad. Ah, shit! It's another ad. Fuck. You, why don't you just pay to get YouTube Premium? It's too much. You're gonna die. Uh, Nobody's playing paying for premium. Yeah, who does? Writers or writers? Listeners, write it. When I'm watching YouTube know. on my phone and the ads come up, I make a purpose thing of not looking at my phone and turning my phone like you upside don't look down. Look at the phone, Tim. Because I no no because I know they have fucking there's some of the apps that they keep track of like the fucking thing of like how your phone is positioned and the camera can be turned on and shit like that to see track where your eyes are looking at. Maybe that's yeah. a bit much, but they can okay, definitely check and see, like, yeah. if your phone is at a 90-degree angle, 180-degree angle. So, like, oh, let them know I'm not even fucking watching that bullshit ad for five seconds. Yeah, you, for, for a minute there, you sounded like my dad, because he said he'd never have a smart fridge, because he doesn't want China to know how much milk he has. He's And he this is his <laughs> quote. But, like, China cares how much milk your fucking dad is drinking. He doesn't sound like, to me, he drinks a lot of milk. He does not. But this is his exact quote. I don't know how they could use it, but they would. <laughs> that was what he said. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he said like he should have met my grandmother when she was old. Oh, man. Manipulate <laughs> the uh, stock market. Hey, I made uh, money on crypto this weekend. Did you? <laughs> really? Yeah. So I you made occasionally... money disappear? No, I made money. So occasionally I go on the crypto forums and uh, just see what the people are talking about. And I saw there was this big fucking crash. That happened, mm-hmm. and uh, well, I so I went in there and I saw that the stickied post on it was the number for the suicide hotline. Yes, that's so right. Like, yeah, for Ooh. that for the NFTs too. Yeah, yeah. So I bought the dip on one of the coins that had hit like the all time low that second, and immediately like it had to have been within two hours, the value of it doubled just as the initial rebound hit. So then I sold it all off immediately. <laughs> Take that money. <laughs> Fuck it. it wasn't much. It was just like uh, I had a few drinks. I'll buy fifty dollars worth of this piece of shit. Look, so I yeah, hundred bucks. Some of those people are going to lose money, but at least their mom's not going to kick them out of the basement because they're broke. Because she's That's used true. to them being broke anyway, right? That's true. Plus, they can start selling nudes, right, Candace? Or lewds. Yeah. Can we sell some NFT lewds? Yeah. That that one that, of my somebody... funny one of the best stories. I think it was some guy bought a fucking ape. For like thirty six thousand dollars, <laughs> yeah. and he sold it for one hundred and twelve dollars. Yeah, that's fucking hilarious. God. I love it. 
Now, Tim, the move is if you're a chick, right, and somebody sends you an unsolicited dick pic, you go mint it as an NFT, right? And then say, <laughs> I'm going to sell this. If you, you don't can send buy me crypto. It. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to sell this. I'm going to sell this publicly. You can buy it right now for $200 or I'm putting it up on the market. Yes, yeah, yeah, everybody. Oh, grift. Okay, now hold on. I'm making a fake female Twitter profile. Use my <laughs> picture. Get some money. Re- really reel no, them I in. Want, no, I want to get dick pics. I don't want to get fish pics. Uh, ignored. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. We have to explain to Candace what uh, flirt fishing is. Oh, yeah. No, so I know this is what where flirty, we, we learn about flirty, flirty fishing. fishing because they, they go to torture the junkie by breaking his fingers with a hammer. And I'm like, okay, now finally. Finally, we're being sensible. Yeah. That's and, how you get through to junkies. Come on. Yeah. So apparently he met a girl on the road. Red flag number one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, where did not you if, and your no, wife no, meet? No, no, no. That's not a red If you're living on the road, that's not a red flag. If oh, you Tim live got real on defensive. a road. <laughs> Tim, you live on, if you live on a road. <laughs> if you live on the road, not on a road. Which road? The, um, the, the road they were all going down, Candace. Oh, okay. It's a metaphor. Got you. Jesus. No, Candace. It's just the journey of <laughs> life. You're talking about Eddie's death. wife needs to be fucking talked to. What's up hey, with do you? Do you need some antidepressants yeah. or something, Candace? Are you okay? <laughs> do not go darkly down that dark road. Did you listen to Elon Musk and stop taking your well She listened to Elon Musk. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> Who? No. So <laughs> she he met a chick on the road. That's red flag number one. She offered him crystal meth. That's red flag number two. Now I no, don't she know said she lot. knew a place where they could score. Some he was, really he was already good looking crystal. for it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's not he's a he, Eddie, he's a dude and he's a fucking junkie. So any yeah. chick who's like, hey, guess what? Uh, I have a pulse, and I know where there's drugs. I have He's a gonna pussy, be and I know where there's drugs. Yeah. <laughs> and Tim's Again, like, okay. <laughs> if it sounds too good to be true, uh-huh. it is. You're talking to the guy who gave away free pot <laughs> to two French-Canadian girls in Central Park. On the, on the thing that I'm going to get laid off of giving a, a, a girl a joint. So, yeah, it would work. No shit. One time I was walking to a Fourth of July party with two cases of beer. Just one under each arm. And these two chicks, it was me and my buddy, these two chicks stop us. And they're like, where are you going? I'm like, a party. And then they're like, oh, my friend and I are going to, will flash you for a beer. And I was like, nah, that's okay. (laughs) To be fair, they they were pretty busted looking. (laughs) Well, that's why they were giving it away. I know. They were actually. That would have been it. If they were yeah. actually good looking, they would have already had someone lined up to but give them beer. Now, now that's my side of that story. Their side of that story fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we went up to these two dudes, offered to show them our tits for a beer, and they said no. They said no. They want to see our tits. <laughs> oh, god damn. Well, that's the that ultimate snake. You could have fucking gotten in the fucking, like, marry you after that, right? Marry me? Tim, you're trying to avoid that at all costs. No, that should have, uh, you should have been, like, begged for it. 
Like, you don't want to see yeah. their tits. You just want to see tears in their eyes. No, <laughs> no you know what I want to see? I want to see your I asshole. I want to see your tits. I want to see you twirl around. I want to see your asshole. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'll tell you what. I'll give the... That's where I'll put the beer. If I would have been a, a, a wiser man like I am now, I'd say I'll give three beers to the first one of you to punch the other one. If only you were Budweiser. Oh, no. You would, like, set a beer down and be like, pick it up with your butt cheeks. No. <laughs> pick it up without your hands. Uh, reminds me of 40 Bottle Becky. Anyhow. Whoa, 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 whoa. <clears throat> what is that? That's a friend of mine. Uh, so... Now, they, he tells him, look, so what happened was he lured me to this house where there were people fucking and sucking and doing drugs and being killed mm-hmm. and, and worse. And again, for a guy, drug addict, what is wrong with that picture? For the people the, being the, killed, probably? I think the people no, no, being no, no, killed. No, I'm not, well, they didn't start off with killing the people right away, Ken. It's the way that they work you into that shit. They're giving you the drugs and you're fucking, yeah. your, you're fucking your brains out. But again... As a dude, drug addict, not, you know, I'm not talking about me personally, but <laughs> I was as say. a guy who's a fucking meth head, what yeah. would be a better fucking situation for you to fucking end up in? Until the shit went down. That's why it's called the honey trap. That's why it fucking works, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, you're right. It's, uh, it's an Those effective Those two fucking... guys are going to fuck that old lady in red state. Okay? That's true. Yeah. She's By like, the way, that's an underrated fucking movie. That's a great movie. Oh, that yeah, I love that Kevin, movie. Kevin Smith's one of his best movies. Mm-hmm. Anytime you've got John Goodman as a bad guy, by the way, yeah, fucking hats off. I don't think there's any and good I guys, the guys in that movie. The guy who played the preacher? No. No, there's no good guys in that movie. Um, Again, I'll always say 10 Cloverfield Lane. No, fucking man. In Red State, when, you, when they're outside and you hear that fucking horn... And you got oh, like yeah. three <laughs> seconds of like, wait, what the fuck is going on? Fuck, I got to check yeah. that one out again, man. That's yeah. such a good one. <laughs> it is really <Okay>. good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's been a minute. All right. So, yeah, they, they uh, then there's all the killing and rituals going on. And he says in, in the rituals that they were doing made people change. Mm. I'm like, okay, let's put a pin in that. That's going to be a problem later, I think. So they're like, all right, well, since you uh, – You've just demonstrated your value, Mr. Junkie. You're going to be our canary. So we're going to just take you down in the basement ahead of all of us. And, uh, you know, we'll uh, see what's going on down there, buddy. Oh, you also don't have a choice. So here we go. Mm -hmm. So they they take him down in this old, shitty, gross fucking basement. He's well behaved for a fucking method who hasn't had a shot for a while. Yeah, that's the other thing is if he's injecting meth, dude, that's yeah, that's that's yeah, that's about as low as you get. Yeah, I've because I've known some people that uh, smoked meth and booting it is fucking some scary shit. Like, don't you always start off with? Do you start off smoking it or snorting it? What do you think is snorting it? Yeah, snorting and then going to smoking. Then you move to smoking and then you shoot it and then you keister it. Doing some colon rolling. And, For uh, real? That's yeah. a real thing? Yeah. People are sticking meth up their ass. Uh-huh. Tim, Don't you, you have to you... heat it up? Well, no, it's not It's not hot. Okay, yeah, I guess it just has to dissolve. And Yeah, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Butt chucking is a thing. Uh, there was, uh, there's a very funny stand-up comedian lady who talks about... Uh, not Amy Schumer. She figured out that your body doesn't process meth. 
So you literally piss out your meth? So you can just recycle it? So she would eat meth because that was the easiest way to, to, in, to take it in and get a little bit of a bump. Wait wow. until her second piss after that. Piss the meth out and then yeah, because the first one doesn't count because it, you you don't have the meth in your system yet, right? Then why not yeah, just yeah. do the meth? No, Candace, listen to this. This is fucking genius. She's like she's recycling this shit to like the fifth or yeah. sixth degree. Oh, yeah, yeah. So she would you do could the just meth keep doing it and then just drink her piss. Yeah, yeah. And she was no, like, you let your piss after. dry out until it crystallizes, and you no, smoke she it. was she was drinking her piss, Tim. And she said at first she was trying to get other people's piss, but. You know, that's... wow. Wait, hold on a second, Eddie. Hold the fucking on. Is yeah. it illegal to sell urine to people? Yes. Is it? It's a biohazard. Yes, it is. Oh, shit. I was going to say, I'm going to go to the fucking bad part of town, pay all those <laughs> fucking junkies like three fucking dollars for a fucking bowl, oh, is... fucking Poland Spring bottle of piss <laughs> and just sell it to this all the is... fucking junkies. This is fucking Tim Yobo's Breaking Bad. He's just running around fucking the bad part of town gathering junkie piss. Okay, no, hold on, hold on. If I get busted, which one am I going to jail longer for selling piss or selling meth? Uh, selling meth, clearly. Okay, there you go. Holy fucking shit. Pissing bad coming to AMC next week. Pissing bad. <laughs> Uh, Walter Yellow. Oh just man, I got this crystal. I just can't pass it. <laughs> Walter Yellow. <laughs> your, your primary supplier gets a kidney stone, and he's all fucked up. So you end up having to kill him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's really great fucking workaround. So many loopholes we're finding in this episode. I know we're having such a good day of fucking loopholes and workarounds and fucking babies that are dead. This is a good day, man. <laughs> And for uh, a penny and for so, a pound. <laughs> pound. Exactly. Well, there, well again, pound. here's a law and order SVU. There was a callback to an episode where some guy got arrested for ha- trying to have sex with a dead body on the New York City subway. And he got off because it was a dead body. So it wasn't rape. Well, Tim, if he was arrested for trying to have sex with the well, dead body, then I would say he didn't get off. <laughs> <laughs> Like how you had that queued up, you were like, "This is going to be good. This is snare worthy." Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. You see, I get to choose when the snare hits or when the crickets or when I play like. You know, we haven't had just crickets in a to... while, so we must be doing good. No, we're, we've been doing good. We haven't had the need for crickets. I got it queued up. It's in pink. It's in the middle of the soundboard, so we're we're it's right there. Uh, so, yeah. Then. Um, this is when it gets rough. Allison wakes up on an operating table. And she's almost like, it's like fucking Dexter. Yeah, with uh, the doctor. And she's like, hey, I saw you die. And he's like, yeah. Funny thing about dying. It's not permanent. Uh, it, yeah. I, you know, I never knew how it would feel when I was doing surgery on people. Mm-hmm. But then I died and it it feels just like a release. And I'm making sh- notes. Shedding I'm like, your mortal on. shell. Plus, the extra freaky thing is he has his back turned to it. We're not seeing yes. his face. We're just seeing he's doing something around his face and around his hands. Yeah, he's doing his prep work shit, right? Like he's getting ready to, to do surgery. How they have to glove up and wash up and everything. That's what it, 
it looked I like. I think he's degloving, isn't he? I think he was, yeah, he was degloving his face. Um, he was like, have you ever wished that you could save someone that was beyond saving? Well, my daughter's death compelled me to find a solution to that. Like, yeah, this is going to go real bad. Oh, God. He goes into excruciating detail about how her baby died. And that's probably the worst torture that he's giving her right now, going into detail about how it was struggling to breathe. Oh, yeah, 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 definitely. And the irony of the, the thing that provides your baby with life, the umbilical cord. The thing that pumps the oxygen and, and the, the life into it, wrapping around it and, and killing it while you're still connected to it. Yeah, because he, he doesn't say like, like, he doesn't say something like, what kind of God is that? But he's like, how can nature be that way or something like that, right? Yeah. I'm like, that's fucking hot to think about like, there's like death going on that you're connected to. That's. Do you think that almost happened sexy. to David Carradine <laughs> and that's why he ended up the way he did? Yeah, Tim, I think David Carradine was in some sort of a freaky Lovecraftian cult. <laughs> oh, have the QAnon people picked up on David Carradine yet? Could they start looping him in on their shit? Oh, wait, can, can we please bring him back to life? Come on. I'd rather have David Carradine back to life than fucking JFK Jr., right? Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Oh, Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson is also still alive. Prince is still alive, according to some of the QAnon people. Jesus Christ. Prince, why do they care about whatever? Dude, they was they went to fucking Dallas and they hung out on the anniversary of JFK getting shot because they were convinced that JFK Jr. was going to show himself. He didn't <laughs> show himself. So then the next thing they latched on is that night there was a Rolling Stones concert in uh-huh. Dallas and people swore that Prince filled in on the drums for a couple of songs. Oh yeah, Prince noted drummer. Uh, I think he could play the drums. I think I remember hearing of Prince. He was one of those motherfuckers who was like such a he genius play, he that he could play, play every instrument. Yeah, I know, but he he was a virtuoso, true. But he's best known for playing the guitar. Yes. So you would think that he would fill in for the guitar, but come on. Uh, just I'm so sure, what a shame it was that he never got to play Jimi Hendrix in a fucking movie. I know, I know. So, Tim, if uh, JFK Jr. doesn't show up on the anniversary of the assassination, does that mean we're going to have two more weeks of spring? Uh, well, two more weeks of uh, grifting, yeah. Yeah, four more years of grifting and lies. Yeah. Oh, uh, man, I swear so, yeah, you're right, Candace. He uh, bums everybody out and bums the entire room out talking <laughs> about her child fucking dying. And Candace is just yeah, like, Yeah, real bummer for the rest it? of the room, huh? Yeah. When can I fuck that thing? Is it dead yet? Is it okay now? <laughs> is Candace over there, her husband, just, I don't, I don't know what's going on in your house, man. You know what? You're the one that shouldn't have kids. That's what. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we, we cut back to uh, the group, and uh, Daniel finds a fun ritual room where we see the same symbol that the stranger saw at the house. And the tweaker starts freaking the fuck out. He's like, no, 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 no. Fuck this. Nope. This isn't real. This is a nightmare. The shit that happened, that, that's mm-hmm. impossible. It's not real. It's a fucking nightmare. And I'm like, okay, just give the dude some meth. He'll, he'll be cool. Yeah, tell him there's some meth down there, right? Yeah. Even him out. Then they head further down the path. And they're radioing back and forth with Kim, by the way, who's, you know, again, 
just like got Grey's Anatomy open and a how-to guide. Yeah. She's looking for like a paint-by-numbers kind of thing. <laughs> Cut C-sections <by> <laughs> for dummies. Cut by numbers. Yeah, but you know what? Yeah. This, again, this is kind of like a realistic scene because the only thing that we've seen this woman do so far is like fucking off and putting files into a fucking cardboard box, right? Yeah. So yeah. now all of a sudden, all the, never mind just have to give this lady a C-section, but all this other fucking shit is going on around you, and now you yeah. have to give this lady mm-hmm. a fucking C-section. Well, yeah. she was also I mean, bitching was... because they wouldn't let her do anything, and she was like, I can. <laughs> clearly, well, no, yeah. the other I thing can't. I thought was really <laughs> fucked up with Kim, the fucking uh, the nurse, is that she had some fucking feel-good drug available to her, and she doesn't get to that fucking pregnant oh, lady until she's like almost ready to second. fucking burst a mm. fucking stomach. Yeah, till the last second. She's like, all right, now I'll boot you up with it. Yeah. So then they, uh, they, they're they radioing back and forth, and they're like, look, we don't see a door at the end of this fucking hallway. All there is is just, like, some more stairs going Again, down. such a great fucking scene, because she's yeah. telling, like, go down the staircase, go right, and the the, the, the door to the morgue is going to be right there in front of you. And they're like, what? And you see the camera cuts it, and it's just a long fucking hallway just going Impossibly on forever. Impossibly long. Yeah. There's yeah, no and way. and she's like... They're like, which set of stairs? And she's like, there's only one set of stairs. And you see that there's yeah. multiple sets of stairs. Mm-hmm. It's like, good yeah. touch. Oh, yeah. How yeah. so? We're I got to read that book again. We're just down the rabbit hole. And uh, so then uh, Daniel trips for a second. And uh, we see the room. We see a melted baby's hospital bed. I don't know what the fuck those things are supposed to be. The weird plastic thing they put the babies in. And oh, then we the see a premonition. The, in- the incubators? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then Was we that see an incubator a premonition. Or just like a regular like uh, baby uh, thing that they put in? The no, it's just world. like a regular baby thing they put in. Uh. Yeah. And then we see a premonition of uh, the creeper from Jeepers Creepers real quick. <laughs> we cut back and the doctor's telling Allison, he's like, look, what you don't get about death is it's like a metamorphosis. So I've been experimenting on people to figure out how to stop this whole life death cycle. I'm going to be honest with you. The first times were a couple of whoops a doodles. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, everybody, you know, look, that's what malpractice insurance is for, right? Yeah, you want to make a zomblet, you got to crack a few eggs. <laughs> you so, got to crack a few babies. Like, <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> He's like, a few of them, not so good. But here's the the, the bonus. Um, they're not dead. Yeah, they're so, all downstairs. Yeah, they're still yeah. here. They want to die, but I yeah. won't let them. Yeah, I'm not going to let them die. Which we'll... pays off on a certain scene. Oh. So fucking good, man. With the oh, pipe, god. Tim? Oh, yeah. my god. Oh, yeah. man. Jesus Christ, this movie deserves more attention. Uh, yeah. And so he's like, oh, and by the way, the, the whole fire that happened in the hospital, the, that was them. That was yeah. their bad. That had nothing to do with me. <laughs> so, I should have never given those fucking idiots matches. Yeah. Why would you give them matches? Well, I guess you give them cigarettes, you know, just you like, okay, you guys just be cool. I got to go you upstairs. Really want and... one of them to get cancer, man? Come on. <laughs> yeah. Good point. They get tumors and stuff. That's just not. It's not good. Yeah, no, and Maybe. the doctor has one of the greatest fucking lines in the entire movie where he's like, You're surp- you'll be surprised at what you find if you go looking. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. that's pretty much the only explanation that we get as to why he's do- how he's able to do this, right? Yeah. Because he studied and, uh, it and he's become obsessed with it. Yeah, so he just he's just like, looking. 
He's looked for the knowledge that is forbidden. Yep. And he's clearly an astute person uh, and clearly very highly motivated by the death of his daughter, which, I mean, as a parent, I can tell you that that would motivate me. You'll do, do they anything. Do movie how she died? No, I don't think they do mention how I she died. I think she was struck by lightning. No. That's just I'm, yeah, no, I'm that making that up entirely. But, but that's also, my, the, going my, back to how Candace said that the pregnant girl, the way that she's dressed is really weird. How yeah. old was his daughter? Di- how old was she when she died? She looked like she was early teens, I want to say. In the so somebody who would wear one? a dress like that, maybe, if you had a certain type of father? Oh, God, Tim, don't. No, I'm just saying, like, because it is like a fucking so, little house in the prairie dress. So Tim's theory is that he's dressing the pregnant girl up like his daughter. Spoiler alert: the baby inside baby. of her is his baby. So uh-huh. he's dressing That's supposed this to be girl. his daughter reborn. He's dressing this girl like his daughter, fucking the stand-in for his daughter. And then they're going to have a super double daughter. <laughs> they're either doing Alta Crowley or Rand Casey. You decide. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, God. So, uh, yeah. And then he's like, all right. He's like, yeah, I'm not going to let him die. Uh, and Allison's like, dude, I know whatever you're doing is probably bad. And you've done it to other shit. Don't do it to me. And he pulls yeah. oh, the Aussie. You know what? Holy shit. You know what? Oh, my God. You're right. I'm sorry. I'm going to let you go. I apologize. Yeah. Oh, what am yeah. I doing? Here's my God. card. Have your attorney talk to my attorney. We'll make yeah. a settlement. Oh, whoa, whoa. Yeah. And I he, was way out of the, line. I am so sorry. Yeah. And he, he pulls the Ozymandias from Watchmen. He's like, oh, no, it's already done. Like, <laughs> hmm Yeah. Another great she, fucking scene, man. Jeez. Yeah. It's like, it's one of those scenes where, like, if you, your stomach drops when you watch this because it's like, oh, shit, that's right. It's already well, done. Nothing she's going to do right now is going to work. Your stomach drops and hers squirms grossly because <laughs> <laughs> she's pregnant with eels, apparently. Uh, then, yeah, the group make their way down to the room that they d- they uh, kind of call the slaughterhouse. And I'm going to agree with it because it's just filled with hanging bodies and parts of people. Mm-hmm. There's red and, lights. I mean, the red lighting in it is so good because he's using the flares to light the whole thing up. And it's just fucking disturbing. Then we get the uh, whole group downstairs they, they, in, in the basement here, in the murder room. They all start tripping out. The vision starts like fading and twisting and we have fun lens effects going on here mm-hmm. and this is tim when we see your buddy old pipehead. <laughs> we turn and because we hear something like a thunk, thunk like, like a thunk, wet thunk, thunk thunk yeah and we turn and we just see this zombie guy with a big hole in his head just repeatedly ramming the pipe that's sticking out of the wall into the hole in his and head. And it's just such a great scene because it just shows you because that guy has been doing it for a long time, right? Oh, he's dedicated. Because he's not completely through his head. He's almost through his head. No, it's completely through his head. Does it go all the way through his head? I don't think so. Yeah, because he turns to the camera and you can see light through his head. 
Oh, okay. All right. My bad. Sorry. It's pretty gross. Uh, and uh, then they start uh, seeing the other experiments come to life. And it's like, oh, okay. Well, we're in hell. Great. <laughs> this <laughs> yeah, is exactly what I fucking didn't want to happen. So they just start fucking blasting all the experiments, popping their heads with shotgun rounds. And we're getting a little like fun Resident Evil vibe going on here now. That's and true. Candace, you've been playing Back for Blood. This must have been like I was gonna say, like Left for Dead. Yeah. Fuzzy. Yeah. Well, no. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When I was watching this, I was like, this would be a good video game. <laughs> That's what I was thinking when I was watching it. Yeah. Oh man. It. Oh, it, they what, have the DLC of the baby. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> that you can. This puck. would be a good. This would be a good <laughs> VR game. You're just strapped to a table, and this dude's artificially inseminating you with a weird fucking monster. Found in the adults-only section. Mm-hmm. Or, or it's like in that, your friend's uh, video collection right there on the table with the VR bundles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Still on the VR. So if you pick it up, you can just see. And it's the level where you're Kim, and you have to cut the belly open. Oh, man. So, uh... Yeah, she goes to cut the belly open, and we've got the pulse pounding, them blowing the heads off of the monsters. Kim's going to cut the belly open. The front entrance gets smashed in. Everything's fucked. And uh, Vincent, that's the father, he goes and just wanders off in the middle of their fight because he sees his wife and another kid. Well, no, it's the wife holding a baby, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the baby, the his baby, with the bloody shoe that fell out of his bag. Uh-huh. So Dude, the pay some money, get that shit bronzed. Yeah. <laughs> Do so people the, do that hell... anymore? Bronze shit? Yeah, bronze their I'm, baby I'm, shoes. No, bronze the baby shoes, man. Come on. I had a I had a pair of them. My parents did that. That's what I'm saying. Do they do that anymore? Like I know that Thanks, used to be yeah, a thing. Thanks. Okay. <laughs> I mean, for enough for enough money, I could get you a bronze baby shoe. I get you a bronze baby foot. <laughs> <laughs> Is that extra good luck? Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, they use it as a fertility charm. So, you know, just in case you can't conceive. So then uh, the fucking tweaker asshole jumps up on Daniel, tries to choke him out. And then we get one of my Stupid favorite fucking, fucking monsters. Drug How does that help you? He just Choking wants to get the out? hell out of there. He wants to get the gun, be able to tell them to fuck off and run away. Like up until now, he has been stuck with them because they have a gun. I just thought it was I mean, a stupid move. Yeah, I mean... It's yeah, it's like, what's probably, your end game here? Probably not the best move. Yeah, well, Methods, get... not known for their... Uh, <laughs> their the clear thinking. Yeah. consequences. <laughs> yeah, not a lot of forethought for the fucking meth heads. Um, then we get another fun little experiment, dude. Now, I am a big fan... Of contortionists and crab walking. Oh, uh, yeah, this guy. Exorcist, you fucking hack. Yeah. Well, I guess this movie's a hack. Yeah. So this guy that did this, th- there's a, a little blurb about him in the documentary. This dude just sent in, because they had a casting call for people for monsters and shit. Mm-hmm. This dude just sent in an audition tape of him just doing this contortionist shit. And so they he sent had... the same tape to America's Got Talent. Yeah, yeah. Same tape, exactly. And uh, he, just seeing him without any makeup doing this shit might even be creepier, if I'm being honest with you. Because he just, like, dead stares 
at the camera with his eyes the whole time he's doing it. And it's like, don't do that. (laughs) Don't look at me while you do that. (laughs) Seeing a monster walk like that is a little bit more acceptable to your brain than seeing a human walk like that. Right. Humans don't do that. Monsters do. And and, uh, they said they got this tape and they're like, we don't have plans for this kind of a monster. Until now. Now we do. Yeah. <laughs> now we absolutely do. Plus, this guy do, paid three thousand dollars to be in the fucking movie. Sweet, ching. Yeah. If yeah. you hey, like, we'll con- put you in it for. If you like contortionists, <laughs> you should watch a. Uh, uh, Malignant. Uh, okay. I keep telling okay. you. I keep telling you. You need to watch Malignant. I no, know, you know what you need to do. You need to watch the last twenty minutes of that movie. And that's no, it. watch the whole fucking movie. Trust no, me. I'm gonna watch the whole. Uh, Candace thing. hates fucking Giallo movies, but she loves this fucking movie. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, just to bump it up here, what's going on downstairs? Um, the father has the hallucination about the mother, then then goes to to kill the the son, the mute. Pins him down. Mute guy takes a flare, fucking sticks it in his belly, and wakes his ass up. Then they both break out of this hallucination that they're back home, which is fucking crazy. Like, so we're getting like it's it's the, the bad place trying to do the the welcome you in. It's, I, the way I took it, they're, they're slipping in and out of worlds almost, right? Sort he's of back in the house with the wife and the do- with the wife yeah. and the baby, and then when he gets the fucking flare to the stomach, they wake up and they're back in that hallway. But right. In both of their minds, both of them were in that place it's, at that time. It's between that and like a demon night. You're being seduced into just letting it in and letting the the madness of the cult in to to make you into one of those monsters as well, because that's like literally what's what's happening with uh, Daniel. When he finally gets up to his, uh, to Allison, where he sees her first, like beautiful land there mm-hmm, on the operating yeah. table, pregnant. And he's like, oh, this is cool. You're totally pregnant. That was a normal thing that we both recognize as fine. And he leans down, kisses her hand, then looks up, and uh, the hand falls away into like dust. Yeah, ash. And she's just, the ash, yeah. And uh, then it's just the grossest tentacle monster shit coming out of a fucking hospital bed. Eddie, gross for some people. For other people, a $19.99 a month membership fee. Fair. (laughs) Fair. I mean, look, if you're... (laughs) (laughs) Just just go on the internet and type in tentacle lewd. Tentacle Ludes. Oh. There you go. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, she did it. The doctor's like, uh, hey, Daniel, I'm in your head now, by the way. Um, the night that Allison lost the baby, I noticed the look on your face. Oh, and yeah. you were kind of like, Oof, man. You're kind of like, whew. Yeah, you, re- you had relief on your face. Yeah. And by the way, take a look down at her. Isn't she beautiful? And she goes back to looking like normal. And then that's when he picks up the axe and starts fucking hacking her to bits. And I'm like, this guy's got some resentment. <laughs> well, yeah, because <laughs> the doctor the, the doctor it. keeps saying, like, she killed your baby. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, it was I, her I do fault. Love the way they shoot it, though, is, is he's raising the axe and then the camera kind of pulls out. And then you just see the door 
with him swinging mm-hmm. the axe and just in, the in silhouette over yeah. and over. Oh my god, another beautiful fucking shot in this. No, the when, when are... he cuts back, when you cut back to the the wife, and you see how she really looks. Yeah, it's incredible fucking special effects too. Practical it's, effects. Yeah. Fucking amazing. So they did use some CGI in this movie, like the belly moving, clearly. Is Um, it one of the part where they use CGI or they use claymation coming up a little bit? Maybe. The other one that they use it is... Because I'm thinking with the whole chase. It looked There was one part that looked a little bit wonky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, you're right. Uh, At the end, the hall chase with the mute guy and the the baby. Yeah, there's a little bit of that. Um, the other, the other part is duplicating the cult members outside. Some of those were CGI. Oh yeah. That's a good uh, way to increase no, your crowd. Look, you know what? That's perfectly fine with me. I got no problem with that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and a lot of that honestly was because they didn't have the, the amount of room that they needed outside to film that space and that number of people. And, uh, also it was raining for half of the shoot. Damn. So, yeah. Dude, they had every fucking problem with this production. That's it's, why this movie's so good. It's Yeah. Well, it's incredible it came out so well, considering all the shit they went through. So, uh, now, now we're getting to the end of it. Uh, after he hacks Turn of Bits, he looks up and sees there's a triangle at the end of this room full of bodies on gurneys that are just covered with sheets. It's the big set piece mm. uh, that I was describing earlier. Hailbop part. Yes. Hailbop's there, and the doctor's still fucking whispering in his ear. And he's like, Look, motherfucker, you are a monster. The doctor's like, No, 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 no. Here, dude, it's chill. Totally. There are these things that are older than time, and they have blessed me. They gave me the power to resist death. I just need one final thing. And right around this time, remember the pregnant girl upstairs? Mm-hmm. Uh, she's, that teenage slut? Yeah. Pregnant at 16 with, uh, with the cosmic baby? Well, she <laughs> with pops up. Baby. She pops up, slits her grandpa's throat. Very mean. And now she, she's not she in pain anymore. She plays a really good, like, sweet-faced, but also fucking crazy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because the minute she sits up and she's just fine, you're like, fuck See, Candace, that's why she can lay down on her back, because it's not a regular baby. Yeah, it's true. It's a space baby. Oh, he's got you there, Candace. Yeah, Actually, uh, demonic cosmic babies do not follow the same physiology of a normal baby. (laughs) That's true. You got me there. We saw the uh, contortionist monster thing. Maybe maybe the baby does some contortionist stuff around her arteries and stuff. I don't know. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So she, uh, she popped up and goes downstairs and you know, doctor guy's like, oh, we need one final thing. And she just stabs fucking poor Daniel in the back. This dude's just had a shit day, man. Yeah, he mm-hmm. gets stabbed a lot. He just wanted I mean, to sleep in his fucking trooper car and not get, maybe yeah. give somebody a speeding ticket to keep his quota going. That's it. Mm-hmm. I mean, you hear a lot from Dante and clerks bitching about how he wasn't even supposed to be there. Oh, that, like well, that's just Kim. The... That's fucking Nurse Kim, right? She yeah, even yeah. says that. Unless <laughs> yeah. we're supposed to be here today. Yeah, because she goes, she runs off and fucking hides in some pantry or some shit. And she's like, 
okay, I need to be quiet. She's telling herself to be quiet. I'm like, well, just shut up. I'm like, that's well, she's a woman. She can't that's do that. Half fair. <laughs> fair point. I like how serious. Uh, no, you know, I will that. say this. Candace made a joke, but when she, the way that she's talking to herself, when I was watching this movie, it was slightly stoned, which big surprise. I was like, you know what? She sounds like she's repeating something that she's heard said to her before. Yeah, that that could be. And by the way, for the listeners, Tim slightly stoned would be you higher than giraffe pussy. So, <laughs> especially I got that fucking pineapple express was like twenty nine percent fucking THC. Is right? that some good shit? The pineapple express. I've never had it. Uh, I mean, it's just it's, it was it was a name. When I went to a place, that had like fucking twenty different types. So it's like one of those yeah, things. Yeah. Like, what do they say about like there's too many apples in a store that no matter how many times, yeah. spend, how many apples you buy, you always like, oh man, I should have bought the other apple. Yeah, you should always just go back to the Honeycrisp. Mm, yeah, Honeycrisp, like best apple. No, those are good are too. Ones. Those are also very good. Yeah, uh, I will accept so, yeah. both answers. Okay. <laughs> I also like, yeah, I like a tart apple every once in a while too. My wife gets one. I think it's like a honeydew. It's like extra fucking shiny and like fucking five dollars a pound. That's honey the honey dew? crisp. Is it the honey crisp? That's the honey crisp. That's yeah. what I get. I've never heard of a honeydew. Uh, I might got it wrong. I don't know. So, uh, yeah, the uh, the pregnant lady stabs the dude in the fucking back. Sucks, fucking asshole. He falls down and she starts walking up to the uh, front of the room where uh, the creeper from Jeepers Creepers, who, by the way, is just the doctor in his dark doctor form. Which kind of reminded me a little bit of Psycho Goreman, some he, of the practical effects here. He uh, reminded yeah, me, a little bit, yeah. He reminded me of Uncle Frank from Hellraiser. Like yes, the way he I, got the, I got yeah, more than Hellraiser, but... When yeah, at the beginning of the show, yeah. when, at the beginning of the show, when he said uh, somebody did a uh, psycho guama, I was like, "Yeah, I can see a psycho guama." Yeah, yeah. So yeah, and uh, she walks up and she's like, "Hey, uh, you're a cool guy. Why don't you go ahead and uh, bless my baby that's inside of me?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, "Yeah, that's cool." So Daniel, you just gotta die. Then the girl's gonna give birth to my new daughter, and then everything's gonna be cool. He turns around, chants at the pyramid, the doctor, uh, and opens up this pyramid into the fucking abyss. And this is where the chick freaks out, right? Well, when he puts the hand on her head, yeah. Yeah. But no, this is just when their portrayal of his, him telling her, guess what, bitch? I'm a Republican. I just wanted your baby to be born. Uh, I don't give a shit about uh, you anymore. There you go. Now, now that it's born, it's your problem. We're not going to support you. Uh, no, that so, and I love that the portrayal of the abyss here, like, is a blinding light coming out. It's Here's what I have like written down: dark... is at this point they have said the abyss so many times that must have been the original name for the movie. But because the other some other movie was called the abyss, they could not no. name it. So the well, actually, oh, the, the we working title for this was Eclipse. And then one of the dudes was like, you know, that's the new Twilight movie too, right? Oh, fuck. Never mind. That's how they could have made more money. Yeah. Yeah, they could have. They didn't make a ton on this for sure. But no, literally, this guy says the abyss, the abyss, the abyss at least five fucking times. I know. I'm like, all right, all right. James Cameron did the movie, so you can't call it the abyss. Because nobody says the void. There's never any fucking mention about, you know, going into the void or anything like that. 
Yeah, there's no avoiding the noid. There's nothing with oh, void boy. in it. <laughs> uh, so he puts the hand on her head, and she gets this flash of like a skinless face mm-hmm. that's, we'll find out, maybe the baby's face. This is like watching MTV 16 and Pregnant when they find out shit's for real. Tim, I literally had the note in here. This is like 16 and Pregnant. <laughs> They find out that their boyfriend, who's 60 years old, isn't going to be the man that they thought yeah. he was. Yeah, the moron who failed to get a job at Best Buy isn't going to be a good fucking provider. The guy who's walking around with his mouth open all day is not a good provider. So, yeah, she freaks the fuck out, falls down, and we get the baby emerging. And the baby monster is probably my favorite monster in this movie it's a great monster yes because there's spider-like movement to it but there's this massive umbilical cord that sticks out of it and is connected to the girl and it just drags the body of the girl around yeah, I like, everywhere I like, it fucking I like goes. the umbilical cord is still attached so it's just dragging her dead body behind uh, her well there's nobody there to cut it right the doctor is gone. No, that's true. There's no doctor. That's true. Yeah, the doctor's busy. It it is some crazy shit, and so it goes after Vincent immediately. Uh, uh, the the father who pops in because he shoots at it a couple of times mm-hmm. trying to save yeah, the day. Yeah, he pops up. Yeah, and it's just like yeah, he thinks shooting me is going to fucking matter. Then <sighs> he shoots it in the face, and all that happens is that like opens its mouth. And then, again, with the tentacle rape, just starts stabbing him with tentacles in his oh, fucking man. chest and worming yeah, around point, in him. For real, don't you take the shotgun and shoot your fucking, blow your fucking head off. Yeah, blow with Everything that this guy, everything that everybody has seen tonight, how is there coming back from this? Yeah. No, you know what, Tim? I'm with you. That This is, this is one of those... You hope you have a cyanide pill in one of your yeah, fucking like hole in your tooth. Yeah, yeah, the mist. Exactly. This is the mist. You know what? Fuck it. <laughs> Boom. Done. Uh, no, nah, instead what happens is the the mute, his son, runs over and uh, is like, oh, I'm going to help you, Dad. He's like, nah, it's too late for me. He starts dumping the rubbing alcohol. I think he was just trying to get drunk. <laughs> Could trying be. to drink that shit. Oh, just yeah, dumps that's it right. all over took a bunch of rubbing alcohol. That's right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then flips it up on the demon baby. And he's Got like, all right, Simon. rubbing alcohol, too. Yeah. By the way, the, the, the mute kid, his name is Simon. I have that note here. Oh, he's like, Simon all right, do says it. nothing. Oh, Tim, <laughs> I didn't make that connection. I fucking love it, somebody. I just made that connection right now. So thank you for the snap. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so Simon lights the flare and tosses it on them. And this would actually start that fire as opposed to the cigarette from earlier. Oh, hell that's yeah. True. Fucking rubbing alcohol. Jesus Christ, man. Yeah, that shit will go up. We used to play what we'd mix that with a little bit of water, dilute it, and then you dip your hand in it like yeah, hand on fire. Yeah, you can your hand on fire. Yeah. That was fun. You ever do any stupid shit like that, Candace? Candace no. is a chick. She never played with fire. No. That's a guy thing. Playing. I'm also that's a, like, that is a guy that's thing. my phobia is fire. Like, I can't even be around hot things. Like, hair curlers? No. Like, mm. like the I think your husband irons, feels good no. about that. Like, I, I cannot <laughs> I cannot be around, like, uh, anything that gives off heat. Like, makes me what? really, really nervous. What? Yep. You should. 
Whoa, whoa, okay. So, so wait a second. See... If we had the Grindman meetup, and it's like a little bit like chili, and we had like one of those outdoor could... things, they got the flames going outside. Gonna say, I people, could... you're going to freak out? I say I could chase you around with a space heater. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> air dryer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, okay. So when you see those people that are surrounded by like blizzards and shit, this this for you is like heaven. Yeah. Oh, she, that's why she likes those fucking Arctic horror movies, That's what right? I was saying, Tim. Oh, shit. She's like, ooh, just freeze me out to death. No problem. Oh, man, I bet Anaconda freaks the fucking shit out of her. Oh, the movie yeah. Anaconda? Yeah. Yeah. Why? It's hot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, obviously I can, I can hot. tolerate hot weather. I live in the South oh, <laughs> my whole life. Are you afraid of, like, uh, soup? Like no. you get too too hot of a ramen. Or... <laughs> no, but oh my god, when you were a kid, I mean a lot, yeah. And plus, I had a firecracker wow. go off like at my feet because I thought it was a dud, and then it just like went off in front of me. And also, I was caught in a burning building when I was a little kid. <laughs> There's a reason there why I'm scared go. of oh, fire. Yeah, there. That's that's the thing, Ken. I don't yeah. think it's the firecracker that kind went of, off at your feet. You kind of buried the lead there, Candace. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, one time I, I was... uh, accidentally. You know those snap-it things you throw on the ground? I stepped on one of those. By the way, I was raped with a flaming uh, telephone pole one time. Yeah, you know the well, flamethrower that Elon Musk invented? I was raped by that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, yeah, be uh, trapped the in a house, building? Fuck that. The house that we lived in in Florida, like, went up in flames. I don't I don't remember what happened. But, like, uh, yeah, I was, like, caught in there, and my mom had to, like get me out of the flames and just all i remember uh, is just a wall of flames like there's a reason why i'm afraid yeah, of fire. Yeah, that's the fuck that's exactly that's the fucking lead if you just told us that we wouldn't make it yeah. fun of your phobia now we feel yeah. fucked up <laughs> no, i'd no, still you do don't. it i don't care <laughs> yeah that's true huh. yeah. i'm so, like, not uh, like i'm gonna remember this anyway until tuesday when the episode comes out and i hear it yeah. like, oh, fuck <laughs> so then the the mute boy starts crawling away through the the diehard vent you know Good idea, and, uh, right? I, that's where I would yeah. hang out for the rest of this fucking movie. Well, I wouldn't because then the uh, we we hear the groaning of steel and and building settling. I didn't say the, I would survive this movie. Okay, fair. As the building starts collapsing, and now it's a it's a race against time. As he it, tries to get out of like, the building, that the the building started falling apart because the dude like ran into the void. Yeah, with the priest. But, right. Uh, so, what? Well, maybe, or it could have been. I don't know. So, but the but way you're, I took it correct. is that w- they went to another reality, and this one is collapsing. Okay. Okay. The, yeah. the made-up so part of this reality, right? Because so when he like, gets out of the wall, he ends up in a. He ends up back in the hospital. Yeah. So it's like Bioshock Infinite, and the fact that like he doesn't belong in the other dimension, so it causes a tear in reality. Maybe. There's nobody's played Bioshock Infinite. There's always a girl. There's um, always a lighthouse. That that I love one that game. Yeah, yeah, I love that game. So yeah, you're right. Uh, uh, because our cop buddy Daniel, he he axes the the fucking Jeepers Creepers doctor in the shoulder, and then shoves him through into the hell dimension, and and goes in with him and does the Prince of Darkness righteous self sacrifice to close the, See, the portal. Exorcist. Okay. Yeah. You thought. I thought the beyond. Well, I guess really the end when he's like standing in front of that pyramid thing. That's when I really thought of the beyond. I get that because of the pyramid. 
Totally. Tim, I get the exorcist because of the flinging yourself through things, but I don't know that the girl was a conduit to, to bring help. Well, really. no, he took the demon out of the girl, and then once the demon was in him, he threw yeah, himself out right. the window and killed himself. Fair. So Fair. he sacrificed himself to yes. uh, get rid of the the big evil. You know what? We'll, we'll blend them all together. We'll say Prince of Darkness, the Exorcist, and whatever the hell Candace is talking well, about. Well, that's why this movie you, is saying wait, it's wait, a wait, homage wait, to all wait. 80s movies, right? Eddie, so. have you never seen the Beyond from Lucio Fulci? No, I haven't. Oh, uh, my God. Uh, you know what, Candace? Neither have I. No. Oh. <laughs> oh my god. Oh. God damn it. It's I wish Fulci. Could... Does that count as a uh, Giallo movie? No, he's not really known for his Giallo movies. He's Italian. Oh, so Gia- I mean, he's, Giallo, a, he's done. Italian, they sound alike, I, right? That's, Gelato. That's... It's all the he's... same to me. He's done some Giallo movies, but it's not really what he's known for. I know. I'm just trying to tangentially relate it to next month. Oh, gotcha. Mm. There's still time to no. reverse that decision. Well, oh my, nope. hey, hey, can I say that the Beyond Candace, is the Giallo, and then we'll house. put that in the playlist? Yeah. Okay, Candace, you yeah, can let's say do the Beyond. Isn't. Let's do the Beyond. Okay. The Beyond is a Giallo. We're going to do that. <laughs> Good. But you know what? So, let's yeah. not be like the grind bin where they say in episode 17, hey, let's do that Barbarians twin movie with the two twins. And then and never, like, ever, still ever, never, ever, do ever, it. ever, 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 Simon the mute crawls away with the monster chasing after him. He gets out of the void, though, and into the actual hospital. He goes back to reality. Uh, and, and oh, when he there gets there, rabbity. he sees. Oh God! Oh God! Candace! No M and M's. No. I wonder if the monster melts in your mouth or your hand. That's uh, on fire. That's <laughs> on fire. Uh, no, Sorry, Candace wins. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, then the uh, portal vanishes when the two of them stumble through it. Simon, the mute, makes it out to the proper hospital, sees a dead nurse with the crushed head, grabs the fire extinguisher, goes to open the door because he hears something in there, holds the the extinguisher aloft, and it's Kim. She lived. I'm glad because I was very emotionally invested in her as a character. She asks, is it over? And he doesn't say anything because he's a mute. Then we get to see the inside of the void, Tim. The dark, expansive hellscape with this massive hovering black pyramid. Mm-hmm. And we see that Allison and Daniel are reunited and it feels so good. They hold hands and we go to credits, just like the end well, of Fight Club. Well, don't they start walking towards it? Yeah. Okay. So we could get a Void 2, right? Void 2? Yeah, we could get one of those. We're not Voided. going to. Void 2. Void, Void. Void two, the avoidance. Avoid the movie. Void two, the bladder. You have to piss. <laughs> Meth. So that Tim can sell it. No, so that's I uh, still think that's a great fucking idea, man. You can't get arrested for fucking selling piss. Okay. Yeah, Tim. Yeah. Go for it. Go for it, buddy. If I'm not back next week, you know why? Because I'm just fucking making it rain at a strip club in Vegas with all my fucking piss meth money. Tim's raining piss all over Vegas. Uh, just being showered in gold. So I think that's going to be it for this episode of the Bloody Bits Horror Show. Uh, Candace, do you have anything you want people to pay attention to on the internet? Well, coming up in June, Pokemon the first movie with everything I learned from movies. 
if you want some more video game talk. Excellent. Excellent. That's a fun movie. Not dark at all. Tim, what about you, buddy? Uh, I don't think I really have anything coming up besides this show. Daniel okay. took a little bit of a hiatus. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think I'm on the grind bin or any. Well, I think there's some mini bins I might have done like two years ago that are coming out now. So who knows? <laughs> That's true. Oh, man. Yeah, was... You're talking about the uh, the darkness of the Pokemon, the first movie. So yeah. I watched the Japanese version and they watched the American version. Oh, so no. they I had to explain all of they like the first get 10 any minutes. of it then, did wow. they? Nope. Oh, shit. Ooh. So many tentacles. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that that poor fucking Geo dude, man. He's getting stretched out. Uh, oh, so, God. No, say, <laughs> wow. <laughs> I haven't seen the movie. I, even I was like, what the fuck? He's just saying. Vaporeon evolved into Gaporeon. Oh, shut up. Just, God. Oh, he, had a, he had a big gaping asshole. Oh. There's never any that's followed good, but when you say the word gaping. <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent point of advice, Tim. And hey, I'll follow that up with something good. If you want to pay uh, us money to listen yeah. to more of us talking, you can go to patreon.com forward slash bloody bits and pay us a little bit more. Or give us uh, a five-star review on whatever fucking uh, podcast yeah. shit you're listening to this on. You know Come what? On. It's been a while since somebody fucking gave us a review. Well, we're period. at 69. So you know what I think it is, I Eddie? I think that most of the people think... listen to our show, like, they see they're going to go, 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 they're going to give I... us a review and like, oh, wait, they're at 69. <laughs> no, fuck I it. I don't want right. to ruin 69. I think, you know what? You might actually be right on that one. <laughs> They'd be like, oh, those hosts would really appreciate this. <laughs> You know, it's better yeah. than 69, 72. It was 69 with two fingers up your ass. <laughs> wow. No, what's better than 60, uh, 69 is 77 because then you get eight more. But um, that was my wow. feminist joke. Wow. Uh, so Patreon.com forward slash bloody bits. Subscribe for $5 a month. You get access eight to our more. bonus episodes. <laughs> $10 a month. You uh, know, I won't make any gaping jokes anymore. <laughs> uh, no, you get access to the blood bank with over 3,000 weird titles. It's a all sorts gaping of library shows. of movies. It's like the void of entertainment, only it's a filled void. So it's gaping. Oh, uh, God damn it. Just stop saying that. that. God. <laughs> it's a just, moist, gaping void. Just moist, gaping, and it's uh, stretched to maximal <laughs> Shut surface tension. Is what it is. Glistening God. and staring right back at you as you stare into it. And that, my friends, is how we end it. <laughs>